This episode is brought to you in part by giraffes. Giraffes. Nature's tree trimmers. Since forever. Giraffes. Aren't they really just tall horses? Giraffes. Kid's favorite animal until they go to the zoo for the first time and see that long, creepy purple tongue. Giraffes. They fight with their heads. Giraffes. Welcome to A Journey Through Time and Stuff. My name is Aaron. Uh, like the like the very valuable, informative information just said, we're brought to you by giraffes today. Uh, we like to be brought to you by all nature in cascading order from most important to least important animal. Giraffes uh, are right in the middle of the board. Does that say something about how I am? I feel about myself right in the middle? I don't know. Is this all just like a big Warshak test for uh, how we feel? Is that what podcasting is, everybody? I don't know. You know, I, I've been pondering this question for a long time. So I brought in the world's expert on what podcasting means as a psychological uh, perspective. The one and only Steven Spratling. Welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, everybody. It's Hollywood Steve here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for doing this, man. Yeah. Thank you. you we you, should you, get a live audience. This is nice. It is. Yeah. I, you know, it, it is amazing, actually, mm-hmm. for how cheap a group yeah. of people will. Just a few lemon Oreos and mm-hmm. coffee, and yep. they are They'll here. They'll show up. They'll yep. watch it. They don't even need, you don't even need to tell them what you're yeah. doing. You just put on Marketplace, hey, I got free cool. Oreos and coffee. And just blast the applause sign. They'll do it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Right, they're here. Uh, we do have the open sign on, so they know we're rolling. Um <laughs> You know, I got to start right off the bat with, <laughs> I've, I have listened to your voice, mm-hmm. I don't know, for almost as many hours yeah. as you guys have podcasted. Yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a lot too. <laughs> and, yeah. and it's, it's like one, I'm having one of those almost surreal moments. Cause I was sitting here going, I, I listened to a, one of your guys' episodes today mm-hmm. and, uh, I was like, Oh my God, this voice is going to be in my house. This is going to be crazy. Like, okay, don't fanboy. Don't, don't fanboy. Don't, you know, I'm not worthy. That, that whole thing. Um, do you have any of those kind of moments? Like, like, does it, does Mm -hmm. it ever strike you that there are countless Mm -hmm. people out there who have just, heard you for thousands of hours like yeah it's it's pretty crazy i mean like because we've we've released 360 something episodes by the by the way yeah. this is for the dead and lovely oh, yeah, podcast de- yeah sorry hi no, yeah I'm hello the dead and lovely horror movie podcast the um, best the world's yeah. number one horror movie podcast uh-huh. uh i learned about it through it was written for uh to have a good time listen to the dead and lovely <laughs> podcast on a bathroom stall that's actually how i found out about it um so the people out there are doing the lord's work (laughs) they really are they're sharing it they're letting everybody know um and and the important places like bathroom stalls yeah yeah yeah. bathroom Mm. stalls uh movie um, the sticky floors of movie theaters yeah Yeah. that's (laughs) That's a a good place to ride it yeah you know because because we're going to the movies right Uh where else to to learn about a good time as you pick your feet off of the floor and there's look down what the hell is that oh for a good time, call Dead and Lovely Horror Movie You know, I'm at this movie, but I was really wanting to have a good time, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go you here know, afterwards. You know what? This movie fucking sucks. <laughs> I'm out. I'm going to go listen to this podcast. Um, yeah. Is that weird to you, though, for, for having... I mean, it's interesting because we, you know, when we first had a meetup in Knoxville, uh, you know, it was years ago, it was just, uh, 
you know, some people I didn't know, but mostly people that Ben and I both knew in some right. way. Shout out to Uncle Ben. Yeah, Ben's the best. Uh, we I have a funny story about Ben here. Oh, I'm great. I'm excited for that. Uh, and then we had the meetup this um, October or November. And um, boy, uh, you know, we had Ryan came down from Canada. We had like yeah. so many like fun, great people. And it was just like, holy shit, we have like an audience and people like us. And oh my God, I've talked about like wettest dicks and all these people have heard it since <laughs> your last your last fucking segment on uh on the pussy eating movies like yeah the best pussy eating best pussy yeah, eating. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> i i yeah it is weird to think that that tons of people have heard me talk about the dumbest shit for what, hours and hours where was it um how far like how did you guys even get to the point where you're like fuck maybe we should do a meetup there's a like was it was it a Facebook community first yeah. and grew and you like wow there's a lot of traffic here how did that like yeah it was it was kind of well because like a lot of our early listeners uh, you know we had sort of a baked in audience because Ben, ben is yeah. um, you know he's he's got a, a, a pretty large he's YouTube that, channel he's that noodle masher over on yeah, YouTube yeah. Ben Eller guitars yeah that's right um so we had a bit of a built in audience but then yeah like we also had just a, a friend group. Um, who knew us and knew we were funny together and wanted to listen. So yeah, yeah. At that point, we just thought, oh, we're just two dudes talking, and our friends will hear it and it'll be fun. Um, yeah. And then it grew. It just started getting bigger. And uh, boy, <laughs> I don't know. Like once once we're doing a five hour episode on Return of the King, and it's listened to more than most of our other episodes it's like holy shit well i'm 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 one of those five plus yeah. hours uh yeah it was it that was a great episode man you guys did a really killer uh a really killer job on covering that yeah thanks um one thing i i, I truly admire about you guys is um you you it, well this is what i want to ask you you personally about where did your love of analyzing film come oh, from? Yeah. Because you have, not only are you guys comedically funny together, your timing yeah. is great. You you feed off each other and, and imp- play with each other mm-hmm. really well. Um, you have a definite love for movies, oh, like yeah. period. Yeah. But then the technical, like you talk about aspects of see like thinking about where the camera's placed when right. they're shooting a shot or or any of those things that I'm like holy it makes me watch movies now differently than I used to oh, watch good. movies yeah. from listening to you guys talk about just casually how you watch them you know yeah. so where did oh first I want I want to write at the bat because Ben may listen to this cuz you're on it but right. no, he will only listen to like the first 12 minutes <laughs> probably <laughs> regardless of anything right. else so no um, uh it's so that's that that is truly how I found you guys was cuz I'm a, I'm a musician yeah. and I was scrolling I see the around guitars. Yeah. I was scrolling around and um wanting to figure out how to be a better noodle masher myself mm-hmm. and found Ben and I was like this is this is like he, he just seemed like that down to earth dude even he on is, his video yeah. you know and mm-hmm. and um then I'm at band practice one day and I'm talking to my guitar player and I'm like hey man I found this cool fucking lesson on you know whatever they were string exercises or something mm-hmm. uh and he goes who who is it I'm like a uh, Ben Eller I think he goes oh, I know him I'm like you know him? Like, yeah, we've met at Nam bunch of times. <laughs> yes. And he goes, here, let me message him. And and he just, me- and I was like, 
I'm like, I've been learning guitar from this guy for like a year. Yeah. My my <laughs> guitar player in my band knows him. Right. Okay. Shit. That's weird. And so, <laughs> and so it's like right at the beginning. Right at the beginning of the pandemic, I'm like, I had done all my podcasts were Portland local, so right. I would just have musicians from the music scene come on, right? And so uh-huh. I and there's a lot, and yeah. so I was like, I had, and then once the pandemic happened, I was like, fuck, I I I I had never done one Zoom thing or anything right. like that, you know? Yeah. And it's like, well, fuck, where am I going to get guests now? Uh-huh. And so I just I I did I just started re I'm like I gotta go online with this I gotta start reaching out and I reached out to Ben in like the beginning of 2020 uh-huh. and I'm like hey man you want to come on my pod right after I get to introduce from Matt my guitar player and and he's like yeah man I love to um you know and we started scheduling but he's as he's the busiest yeah fucking he's the man. busiest dude in the world yeah. it, like it, you know forever and and so just through sheer coincidence of timing mishaps. I've been trying to get him on my podcast for two years, over two years yeah. now, and 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 not pushing it hard. And you know, there's nothing yeah. like weird about it. It's it's just, and eh, one day it'll happen. It will. And I'm then sure. through listening to your guys' podcast, you move here, <laughs> and and I'm like, holy shit! Could I have Steve on my podcast before Ben? And I've been trying for like three years. So hopefully now Ben, ben realizes what he missed out on. He missed out on the second best podcast right. of all time. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh and he will begrudgingly go, Well, I guess I gotta uh, I, I can't let on this podcast. I can't sit here and let Steve have the nice things right. and me not exactly. get some of the nice too, right? <laughs> For real. So again, shout out to Ben. Okay, yep. enough about your co host, but more right. about you. So where did you uh yeah, where did the the love for the technical aspect of of film come in for you? Um, well, I uh, grew up watching movies like crazy. Like I was just consuming movies and TV, eighties right? and nineties kids. Yeah, right? yeah, that's what that's what we did. Yeah. Movies, TV, video games. Yep. Um, but movies just always did stick out to me as particularly awesome and i i really wanted to understand how they work you know because movies they look different than tv like you know most of the the sitcoms that i would watch were multi-cams so you know how it, it works they have right. several cameras pointed at a stage yeah uh but with movies it's like wow how did that work like how do you do that so like it for me it was always like trying to analyze how they did it and i think a lot of that had to do with like that was the indie period yeah the 90s so you're reading about like all these guys who just decided to make a movie and it's like well we could do that all our kevin smith or whoever, yes exactly right? yeah it was kevin smith quentin tarantino stuff like that where it was just like oh well then we could do that and so like we wanted to understand my, my cousin buddy and i uh we both really worked hard at like trying to understand how movies work at and, what age in our teens oh, oh yeah. cool yeah so we were you, do know, you we, remember the first do you remember the movie that was kind of like that pivotal mo- like you watched it and you went i i want to at least like was there one that maybe or um clerks was probably the one that that initiated our like oh we could do this because you know it's it's just some dudes hanging out in a store it's it's really like when you start thinking about like location and actors and stuff and and scenes and how it progresses and right it's really just like oh this feels like a work day it feels like to regular people so it's just like much more accessible where it's like we could do that um uh, but we were also poor, <laughs> so we didn't have like the access to yeah. do the things. So we would talk about the movies we'd watch a lot to try to figure out how stuff was done. And uh, then, uh, you know, uh, 
I believe I graduated a year before my my cousin buddy, and they had like a a um a local not local but like a high school uh, TV station sort of thing, and he and a bunch of our friends would make these like weird little segments for it. Oh, cool! Like one time they just <laughs> they they like uh did this thing where they caught a tire on fire and rolled it down a hill, but like they made it like this big sort of actiony thing and like just had a bunch of different like shots of the, the tire on fire rolling down a hill. Interesting. Yeah. It, it was, it was really cool. Uh, and I was, I was off at college. Uh, but yeah, we, <laughs> unfortunately my, my cousin buddy died young. Oh no. Of, uh, Sorry. Uh, no, well, you know, it's, it's been a while, but it, it definitely was just like a surprise. Uh, he had a, a heart defect that oh, was just okay. undiagnosed. So that didn't get to happen. But um, I then was like, well, let's move to L.A. You know, <laughs> my wife and I, like she she was a nurse or she's a nurse. She could work anywhere. Right. Moved to L.A. So we moved to L.A. where like I was working. I'd been working on scripts and stuff. And so did, you wanted to get into the film biz. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, and yeah, did like production assistant and and not really like getting like, anywhere for anything notable or, nope. or fun, <laughs> fun, sure. But because I, I know a lot th- of that can suck, man. So yeah, one of the things we did that I I had fun with, but like the script was terrible, and I don't even know if the video or the that it ever got released. But it was like there were these <laughs> people who were meeting as dog walkers. But they also were going to marry for green cards. It was the weirdest script, but it was really fun. The people working on it were fun. So that was actually really fun. Everybody's like, what are we really doing here? <laughs> <laughs> there was like S&M gear everywhere and stuff and like like uh, body parts. I remember all this, but I don't like the, the narrative made no sense to me. Anyway, but that was fun. But also it was like kind of this reminder, you know, being in LA that like what, what you know, originally made me interested in film and stuff and, and potentially yeah. making films was was um stuff like clerks. And it's like, well, you don't have to be in LA. You don't have to you don't have to go through studios. You don't have to do any of that stuff. So we we left after four years in LA. No no real success. Um except it's fun. LA is a cool city. Sure. I had a I had a good time. <clears throat> yeah. Um but yeah, so started uh, you know, the last year we were in LA is when the podcast started. So we started like, I don't know. I started putting a lot of my knowledge to work. Cause I, I also have a degree in English literature. So ah. <laughs> I, have a, I have a master's degree in English lit and cool. I taught a class on. So you're like one of them smart fellas. I reckon. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm one of those fellas in a lot of debt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I'd call it. Yeah. Um, they probably I, didn't have that in signing up for your major that, hey, this probably isn't super lucrative. Or- <laughs> well, actually, my advisor did say, hey, this isn't super lucrative, <laughs> and I don't fully recommend it. <laughs> um, well, shout out to her. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Dr. Coleman. Thanks for looking out. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, yeah, I, I did teach. Like, I taught a class on the undead and stuff. And Oh, cool. I, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, I, I kind of cool. focused all my my – research and stuff and, and like critical theory and 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 like uh queer theory and stuff like that so like i i kind of just have applied all that and my knowledge of how films are made and how scripts are written and stuff into the podcast 
and it's 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 been uh it's been a wild ride because like i've learned way more about film in our our analysis than i'd learned in the previous you know decades sure yeah wow that's, that's amazing man that's that's really that's really cool so where'd you grow up uh jefferson city tennessee jefferson city uh-huh. tennessee <laughs> that's right man what was uh you know it all all of this is in context like i had a frame of reference of what like the nine the beginning of the 90s were in a small town i'm from alaska right what was it what was being a kid like i mean i would imagine all the tropes of were you a latchkey kid mm-hmm. were, were you, you were just i mean were, were yeah. you were you in a bike pack with your friends in the summer <laughs> like like what you know yeah what did that um well yeah we um my mom was a single mom so she worked so yeah latchkey kid Same. type of stuff um Lived with a lot of her boyfriends who were all bikers. Oh, um, perfect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, like as far as with friends, yeah, yeah, we walked around the city. We were terrors for sure. But so you lived in the city? Um, or, well, how well, bi- how big was like? Yeah, Jefferson City's pretty small. And we, um, we lived several different places. We gotcha. moved around a lot. Gotcha. Um, at one point, I lived in a house next to a cemetery. The um, what used to be the Fuck caretaker's yeah. house for the cemetery, and my sister and I lived in the basement that before we moved into it had dirt floors. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> and boy, that house was f- fucking crazy. Like, cause I, I mean, I'm I'm not a paranormal person. I don't believe in in ghosts or anything. But it um, it it was old and creepy, and had a lot of like blind turns and like. It had dirt floors at one point. It's like yeah. zombies are coming up out of that for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I had some weird ass dreams there. But yeah, uh, we did though when we moved in with my grandparents. We lived real close to like the city, city part. So that's we would just walk um, sure. from their house to the city and go do stuff. Go you know eat at Taco Bell or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but by the time we were teenagers and driving around, we were. <laughs> We would go to Taco Bell and get like you know the sixty four ounce cup, and then take it out to the car and fill it with beer, and go back into Taco Bell and get our Taco Bell drinking sixty four ounces of beer. We're sixteen. This is a bad idea, but it was it, it's it's a good time. It's a good time. <laughs> it's yeah no those those moments were or or uh yeah doing the same thing in a movie theater there's always oh, yeah. the, there's mm-hmm. always the back doors of the movie theaters across from where you know everybody right. can walk right out and exit mm-hmm. you don't have to come in there so someone just puts their foot there in that go. door you go out to your car <laughs> fill up your soda fountain cup from the front with booze go when, back in watch your movies yeah when we went to see half baked we oh. first off we're fully baked and mm. then we also we got a bunch of mickey's hand grenades oh shit and we just Filled our hoodies with clink, them. Clink, 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 yep. clink, we were clink, so clink, fucking clink, loud. Clink. How did they? Of course they knew. They didn't give a shit. Uh, if you ever even carried a twelver of hand grenades, <laughs> and the, the they just rub together and they, yes. they're loud. It's a train horn. <laughs> yeah, but you know, we thought well, you could fit more in our coats. Uh, so yeah. you know, they probably knew, but whatever, they didn't care. And we sat in the back row, and we were just slamming these Mickey's, uh, and we're so stoned. <laughs> and like, I remember like. Uh, at one point in the middle of the movie, one of us just dropped one, and you just hear it roll <laughs> all the way from the back, just <laughs> off of the way at the front, and 
then we just cracked out like we couldn't hold it. Uh, we were, we were, it had to be terrible. If you were there to see Half-Baked, like, I'm here with my family or whatever, you know, you'd just be like, ooh, what's going on? My monocle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And you would sit there and like people, yeah, especially because of course we're, you're in the back, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're in the back. Mm-hmm. So, so think of like someone four or five rows from the front. They're sitting there watching. <laughs> Maybe they hear a little raucous, right. but they're pretty far forward and they're in the movie. And then all of a sudden they hear, and they're like, what the fuck is that sound? And boom, passes right by that. What the fuck? <laughs> and just like, that would be such a disorientating experience. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. That's awesome. That was yeah. That was kind of our thing though as, as teenagers <laughs> is, is uh, cool. going places really cool. stoned and maybe drinking. Yeah, yeah. That's that's. Uh, did you play sports or anything? I did. Yeah. Um. I was growing up. I played baseball and football. Um. Huge football fan. Are I, you still? Yep. Yeah. yeah. I Are mean, you? I have trouble. I have trouble with it, obviously, because of concussion issues and stuff. It's weird to yeah. me to keep watching it and know that it's like oh god this is like 18 year olds slamming their heads together that's bad for six hundred thousand dollars or a million dollars you know yeah Um, so that that's tough yeah yeah it's it's tough uh it's it's weird because i i I did the same thing basketball football never played baseball right um i'm a kind of tall guy so i I just basketball yeah and but but here's the thing i (laughs) i i never grew up playing sports right i was always that kid who was maybe averagely or a little more averagely athletically capable. Right. You know, I had no problem like running through the woods or biking really fast forever Uh with my friends, but I just never played sports, but I always liked sports. And then in like fifth or sixth grade, you start having like intramural teams and shit like that. Mm -hmm. And then you see kids are like popular because they're good at it. Right. Yes. (laughs) And then, but I'm in a tiny elementary school and then I go to a middle school and our middle school, like, I grew up in a, a small town right outside of Kenai, Ala- Soldotna, Alaska. There, it's all this like Twin Cities thing mm-hmm. going on. I grew up in a, sm- a like when I was a kid in like a town of like eight hundred, and and our elementary school was like, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. it was K through six, but there was probably only like three hundred kids in the whole elementary school, mm-hmm. super tiny. Um, and then I went to a middle school in town. In the town of like 8,000. That was a big town to me. Mm-hmm. And um, that middle school, one bus came from my from Kasilov, my town. <laughs> and then all of the other areas came into this middle school. And so there were kids who had went to like Soldotna elementary schools mm-hmm. and all these other elementary schools right. that all had these like friend groups and cliques and knew each uh-huh. other. And there's, you know, a handful of us. Coming right. in, getting scattered, and all of these kids play sports, and they're good at them, and they care about them, and they're popular. And right. I'm like, wait, what is this culture that <laughs> that I don't understand? So begr- I think begrudgingly, I like, shit, I guess I should play something. Yeah. And I think that's why I liked football, because people liked football. Yeah, I get it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then I, f- I did. I truly fell in love with it. But over this last year, yeah, I've, dude, I only watched... Last year, I watched every single football game I cared about. I'm a Packers fan. Okay. Diehard Packers mm-hmm. fan. Um, not an Aaron Rodgers fan. A Packers gotcha. fan. <laughs> There's, yeah. Some major differences, <laughs> he, he, maybe. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's our, he was the quarterback. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm a, yeah, def- no, I get a it. Packer. Anyway, um, I cared about it. And then this year, it was like I had to force my, I only watched six games all season. 
only six football games all season mm-hmm. and none of the playoffs. Oh. And I'm like, what the f- like? Yeah, is what my happened? Brain right. broken? Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Yeah, no, I've I've had that same trouble in the past few years of just not caring. I just yeah. don't care. Yeah, I want to because it's something that used to bring me a lot of joy. Yeah. yeah, dude, I feel the same way. It's like, like there's, there's like the want is for the nostalgia of loving it, right? Yeah. It's not for actually like being invested in it now. Yeah, it's <laughs> maybe I've listened to like a hair too much Bill Burr, but <laughs> right. but like when he calls out all of the hypocrisy in football, but then he still goes to the games. I'm yeah. like. I don't know if I want to go. Like, yeah. you know, you can't, like you said, the the concussions, the head trauma, the exploitation. The, yeah. Um, it, it, it the, I guess maybe it's getting older. Yeah. I, I think know. so. I think, yeah. It's, it's like, but I, then there's 60 year olds who like, I watch walk around the store in full oh, yeah. <laughs> Kansas city gear, head <laughs> exactly. to toe matching shoes they're to never, their hat. And yeah, they're, they're 60. Never and I'm like, mm-hmm. How did you make it? Yeah. <laughs> How did you survive? I don't think I mean, they're probably not very thoughtful. Maybe okay. it's possible. Sure. But I mean, also, it's, it's I mean, it's fine to just own it. I mean, we we like a ton of things that are terrible. Um, humans kind of suck a lot of the time. And- I, you know, there is there <laughs> humans do suck yeah. a lot of the time, and and it's okay. Here, this this is an interesting topic. Mm. I I have, <clears throat> um. I often find myself playing like the the gymnastic game of like saying humans suck most of the time. Right. Puts a lot of work <laughs> into the word humans, right? right? Like that yeah. that word is is now having to do a lo- <clears throat> <clears throat> having to do a lot of work, right, to support the sucks part. Yeah. Because it's not all humans. No, for sure. A- and and definitely if you actually probably were like Superman and you could fly over the countryside and right. like, and look at probably most people aren't sucking most, most of, of the, the time. time right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's, it's like that thing, like, okay, am I, am I magnifying? I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying magnifying yeah. how bad it is. It's right. terrible. It's terrible. But it's by a really small amount of people, actually. They're just super fucking loud. Yeah. And I think that a it's easy, and maybe not for you or right. for me, to to not think past it. But the generalized term, oh, humans suck. Right. Really is powerful for somebody who doesn't think, well, what do you mean by – are you meaning right. all – and they will just say it and probably actually walk around truly believing yeah. that all – humans suck and you know that's that's like the slippery side because there's no compassion in that either as much as there's no compassion in the the individualized right-wing fuck on the you know on the news who's being transphobic and misogynist and Mm -hmm. every other terrible thing that's just mainstream news you know Mm -hmm. this is this is something worth right uh like airtime and money to just discriminate against people <laughs> i know man. you know it's yeah it's the worst but that i mean that seems to be the point right to to push you down to make you feel like again what's the by, point? well yeah if we're talking if we're talking by that then yeah. then we're talking about the christian right and then right. that's actually a large that's the majority of our government right and yeah. they're ramping up so yeah, they it's, are. yeah 
it's uh yeah so in that way all those humans definitely suck <laughs> no, like those specific fucking yeah. humans yeah suck but I think most humans are pretty fucking awesome. I think so, too. I think we all have a lot to contribute. And I think a lot of the times that sucky behavior is just, uh, you know, the outgrowth of, of not getting enough of, of you know, <laughs> human resources or, or you know, right. like human kindness, things yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and then plus indoctrination. And that just, yeah. that just carries. It's the worst. 70% of our country, man. I know. You know, um, yep. uh, yeah, it's, 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 d- does it make it hard to sleep at night for you? <laughs> yeah, it does. Cause I, it, I find it does for yeah, me, you know, it does. um, do you, are you on TikTok? Uh, no, I stay away from TikTok. Good. I do see TikToks, um, yeah. because I get sent them all the time and I, I watch them and I'll go, okay, interesting or whatever. Right. But yeah, I, I just try to not get sucked into that hole because I'm sucked into too many holes. <laughs> <laughs> Those goddamn holes are know, sucky the- bastards. <laughs> they're constantly, yeah, constant. <laughs> And they're just around you, and you're just like, oh no! In, inside of like one of those those blow up roll, you know those like clear rolly balls that are right. two layered that mm-hmm. people get inside yep. and roll around, but they have all the tubes connecting the two layers. I just imagine you're like run, running yeah. through this inflatable ball because the, the holes will just <laughs> suck you in. Yeah, uh-huh. like a really strong toilet. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's interesting. Um, where was it? We were, were talking we talk- about TikTok. Oh, 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 that that, that hole, right? That specific right. Yeah. hole. Um, yeah, I. This is what like, I'm on it mm-hmm. because I don't I don't post or participate. I just I'm kind of like one of those like dark mm-hmm. shadow watchers. Yeah. You yeah. know, I'm far more of a pacifist in in right. social media than I am like an activist mm-hmm. in it. Um. And so I watch a lot and there's like, like all these sections of TikTok. There's like car TikTok and dancing yeah. TikTok and what, you know, all these different ones. And I find like these awesome, awesome humanist sections of TikTok, like true. There's so much activism and like, mm-hmm. like really good shit, going, science, skepticism being fed out there. Yeah. And then for every one science channel there are five flat earth channels <laughs> and i am constantly befuddled by the amount of resources being put out yeah. into like the earth is flat right and people are people are devoting entire days there are there are people on there who all they do is sit on tiktok and tell other people the earth is flat. Right. I yeah, I mean and it must be lucrative. It it has to be. Right? To and what's the what's the ends? Like what what's the means? What what destroy critical reasoning, destroy critical thinking. But I don't think that that's what they're doing. I don't think they're going oh, no, I'm yeah. here to destroy critical. I think that's the effect of it. Right. Yeah. But what like I can't even like what do they think they're doing? Oof. I don't know. It, I mean, it's 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 religion, isn't it? I mean, they're they're just like they they are sold on something based on faith, and they are so sold on it that they have to spread it like a missionary. 
Um, oh yeah, I guess it's it that is a, the religion. That yeah, becomes it, and and it may be couched inside of Christianity. You know, there there are a few of them like. The firmament exists, right. and oh, did you see that rocket go up and bounce off the? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I see that stuff, but then there's other people who are like, it seems not religiously driven, right. but I guess they're just dogmatically driven, right. and the dogma is yeah. And, and I mean, this. conversion means you're normal. If you convert other people, the more people you convert, the more normal you are. Oh, so that's a great point. You don't have to you know, spend all your time defending flat earth because everybody believes it. So you can go, we all get it. doesn't matter that you've not accomplished anything. Like not yeah. a damn thing has been accomplished. In fact, you've, all you've done is harm, Demon- right. demonstrable yeah. harm. Right. But now you're normal and that's the mm. most important thing to be. Right. And it's just normalizing mm-hmm. another form of discrimination because if right. you're that normalized group you're now going to be the ones discriminating against the yeah. people who believe the earth's a globe and you get to feel superior because they don't understand your moon man talk when you talk <laughs> about how the earth is flat because it's it's bullshit it's just not it's just not nonsensical bullshit and- i i shot this little video the other day mm-hmm. that i was gonna do something with but then i just got lazy and chickened out because it feels like oh oh like do I think I'm important enough to like be one of these people who like like I had a funny joke and I was mm-hmm. sitting there in my car at lunch uh, and it was one of those cool events where the sun it was like you know 12:30 in the afternoon mm-hmm. the sun was up and on the very backside it was like a probably a th- uh, one third moon right and you could just see it up in the sky and it was just about to go down mm-hmm. but well be blocked out completely right you know and. You could so the sun was up and the moon was up. Right. And I was like, I looked at him like, that is so fucking cool. And then it dawned on me somebody else would sit there and go, Flat Earth. I knew the earth was flat. <laughs> they would look at that exact same thing and they would and that would be complete proof for them right. that NASA is lying to them. <laughs> right. <laughs> that NASA infiltrated the the, the, the science textbooks. Right. And is is lying to all of us. And then I looked over and there were two planes. Like, I'm not even shooting you. There were two planes flying on a near, like, it looked like they were on the same path. They probably weren't. They were probably el- giant elevation different or something. But from right. my viewpoint, it looked like they were just following each other. And both of them had contrails. Perfect time of the day. Right. They both had. And I was like. So that guy would have looked around the sky sitting here, <laughs> deduced that, yes, the government is, is chemtrailing us right. with planes. Look, they're flying in formation uh-huh. and the earth's flat. And I was uh-huh. like, and so I recorded this little joke and I, it's, it's on my phone because I never did anything with it. But I, but it was like that realization came, that is their proof. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's visible evidence that doesn't involve math. <laughs> Like, yeah, <laughs> proving that the Earth is 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 round without taking someone out to outer space is is math, and that's right. It's going to way over their head. They're yeah. just not getting it. Yeah, no, they wouldn't understand sundials. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> One of the most- <laughs> astrolabes. What the fuck is this? I don't know. They, what they don't understand is they would never have circumnavigated the globe. And right. that that's right. They would have been that's the, why they suck. They would have been the person having to navigate <laughs> across the desert and trying to follow the stars right. and walking in circles because right. they don't understand. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't have been following Polaris, they no. would have been following Whatever Orion. Star, right, yeah. And, oh, where is it going? Where is dude? it tonight? Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they. Well, shit. I wouldn't have fucking figured that no, out back then. I don't know how like, shit works. Like I, I can sit here now and I have a basic under a basic enough understanding of math and geometry. I mean, you know, trigonometry. And I've watched enough physics. Right. L- just lectures on them. I don't even have to mm-hmm. do the math. But the way they they talk about how the math works, mm-hmm. I'm like Oh no, that that may, I understand what a tangent is. Right. I understand what exponential means. Mm-hmm. Like and and okay, yeah, physics works. Eh, yeah. Great. It's Great. faith again. Like it's faith. Well, well it is it, in some ways faith because well, you want to believe well, that math works. Well, well, no, it, it's not. It's I I dis I, faith is mm-hmm. is belief without evidence. Right. There is evidence. There is. I just don't fully understand it. Well. Right, but yeah. you completely recognize that all you have to do is learn yeah. the equation, right. yeah. and then you know. Yeah. Right, and so we're we're. I would I would say it's trusting. Trust, sure. Yeah. Because there are there are ways it could be proved. Well, it, yeah. it, people are proving it just because right. I don't understand exactly. an equation that's a tech a chalkboard and a half right. long <laughs> to, <laughs> and to, I to say to yeah. say this equation is the equation that explains how an electron orbits a right. nucleus. That's it. Like, that's that's the proof. And I go, well, I guess I'm in one piece, and I've seen microscopic pictures of atoms. Right. I've seen mm-hmm. an electro electron photo. Yeah. Like. Well, not not a photo of an electron, but whatever they call that, electro ma- microscope or so they can zoom in on fucking atoms, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I can see atoms. That equation describes how they work. All mm. right, Newton's laws, which I can do, yeah. I can actually do new- mm-hmm. Newtonian physics. Right, I know that math. Mm-hmm. Okay, I could calculate the the gravitational effect on the moon. Okay. Uh, there you, know, you go. That ma- okay, so if they if I can use a, a calculation to do that and understand how gravity works on the macro scale, and they can use that chalkboard of an equation to do it on a micro scale. Mm-hmm. All right, I trust it. Do you think we might have more luck with the conspiracy crowd if instead of saying like protons, we said fairies? Ooh, like um, if we said like yeah, f- fairies orbit around the goblin planet. <laughs> And that's that's how things exist. Well, well, they would right. I think you could actually rename it all, <laughs> sell them on it, and then tell them it was a NASA conspiracy to hide that it was truly fairies, and explain yeah. exactly how the world yeah, works. Just to all them. that would just replace everything with some and mythological the, or. And it yeah. was never Adams. That was a that was a mm-hmm. conspiracy to cover yep. up the truth. Yep. And that yes. Let's mm-hmm. do it. So flagibawatzes, and we can just come up with, <laughs> you know, yeah. instead of gravity, we could call it the the strong pull. Oh man, you know, yeah, they're hiding the strong. The, they wanted to call it gravity. No, the mm. truth is, it's the strong pull. Yeah, and it's caused by Andre the Giant. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I think we're on to something, man. Yeah. You're uh. <laughs> Your your voice of magic coming through the airwaves right now is going to spread reason to, there the, it is. to yeah. the tens of people at a time. I promise. Awesome. I promise that's all that's listening. Um, we're going to go to a short commercial break. This part- Oh, wait. That's not the right commercial. Hold on. Here it is. Hey, welcome back to Falco's 90-minute meditation hour. <laughs> I'm your astrally projected inner truth self and part-time vacuum salesman, Falco. All right, my astro friends. 
Start by closing your eyes. Sit on your root chakras and let's meditate. <laughs> Today, we're going to practice being mindful. Start by focusing on the breath. Pay close attention to the air sacs slowly collapsing and expanding inside of your chest cavity. They put little tiny oxygen dudes into your body pipes and they ride tiny red Cheerios to your arms and legs like a top-down C5 Corvette cruising down the Pacific Coast Highway. <laughs> oh, oh, mindfulness. Right, right. The breath. You will notice thoughts pop into your brain and you must let them go and go back to the breath. Pay attention to the breath. Feel your legs touching whatever you're sitting on and feel your feet connected to the ankles. Why are ankles? The knobbly lower leg hinges called ankles. They don't ank- Oh, 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 it looks like that's the end of the show. Uh, uh, I guess that we were mindful for an hour. Whoa. <laughs> Just beat the devil out of it. All right, welcome back to the show. Uh, we are here now for the segment I like to call What's Better. Mm, okay. Uh, what's better? An ice cream sandwich mm -hmm. or a firecracker popsicle? Um, hmm. Ice cream sandwich for me. Yep. Yeah. What about it? You, the, the only detractor is getting stuck to the roof of the mouth, right? Mm, you take mm -hmm. a bite of one that maybe yeah. the, the cookie's a little yeah. soggy. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I'm, I, I need. I, I like a popsicle. I do like a popsicle. I, and and there's times where that's what I want. But yeah. it's it's almost always. If you got a cookie or you got some ice cream, mm. great. Put them together. Fuck yeah. Perfect. That's good. That's good. Yeah. What's better, waffles or pancakes? Ooh, boy. This is interesting because I have recently remembered pancakes. Like... Do you ever forget about pancakes? I did it with French toast. Oh, for, okay. I forgot French toast. <laughs> yeah, and then you eat it, and you're like, what the fuck am I, I doing? I started making it again, and yeah. like, I'm like, oh, French toast. Oh, shit. Oh, it can be so much better than the yeah. first time I made it. So yeah. you start adding cinnamon and nutmegs mm -hmm. and orange zests yep. and changing the breads. And mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, pancakes. Pancakes. So, yeah, recently just uh, uh, a craving for pancakes was had in, in, in our home, and I was like, I'll make some pancakes. So- Made pancakes. They were what's your, what's fluffy your, and delicious. What What do you use for a? Do you use a bisquick? Do you use a? a oh no, I, I'm I'm straight up making everything. You know, flour, a little bit of oh. uh, baking powder. Not only are stuff, you yeah. book read, you're industrious. Uh, yeah, I like to cook a lot. I'm yeah, yeah I'm a big cooker. Big too. big cook man. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So but the thing is that waffles, a really well done waffle right. for me. Is crispy on the outside. I don't, I don't like these like real thick babies. I want it. I want it crisp on the outside and nice and fluffy on the inside. And yeah, you get way more like syrup in the pockets and stuff. That's oh, all good. Okay. Okay. So so, are, do you like the waffles with the big squares like mm -hmm. the Belgian style or the ones that are the small Teeny, pokey squares. holes and you get like their more, section? Yeah. Mm, I do like the bigger holes. I like. I think that because then like 
You're just all know. about holes sucking you in and everything tonight. Big holes sucking. I like big holes sucking me in. And boy, does a waffle do that. Oh, it does. So yeah, I go waffles on that one. I, I yeah. I'm a waffle man myself. I like when I think of like true happiness as a yeah. kid. Mm-hmm. It's sitting there, a waffle coming. The lid opens mm-hmm. up, you know, they press together. Yeah, yeah. And we had the old school one where it only had an on dial and then an orange light to tell right. you when it was mm-hmm. hot. Yeah. And that's all it was. That you didn't have anything Perfect. else. You turn it on and yeah. the light tells you when it's hot. Yeah. And then it comes out of there and you put it in and you got some butter and you spread it across and it's melting too fast to make it to the other side right. of the waffle. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, so you gotta keep getting more butter to fill up all the more, little holes. More butter. And yes. then and then you take peanut butter and you spread a light okay. layer yes. of peanut butter across and it starts filling in like gelling with the butter that's melted in the pockets and then Mm -hmm. the syrup drizzle look like for me and then you can like divide it and like pick what pockets you want to eat at one time oh man as long as you eat it fast enough that the or you don't put enough too much syrup that it sogs the waffle right yeah you don't want to get too soggy but boy it's real nice when that last bite is like buttery and just that perfect amount of sog and And you take it and like with your fork and it's a little big Le- the ref- leftover and, stuff and, on the- and usually it's like some weird like off ah. obfuscated triangle cut on the plate yeah. and so you fold it over mm-hmm. and you like corner to corner pin it with your yes. fork and then you use that wedge yeah. to like sop up all that leftover syrup and butter god damn hopefully there's yes. like hopefully there's like a, a corner of a piece of bacon left that oh, you can yeah. tuck in Get the waffle in with it yes dude yes okay all right i think we solved that one it's uh-huh. definitely waffles uh-huh. okay Hot coffee or cold coffee? Cold coffee, all the mm-hmm. time, almost all the time. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll you know I'll take a hot coffee if I'm out on the road or whatever. But um, I yeah I, I prefer I prefer I I, I put coffee in Ice. my protein yeah. shakes. Oh, perfect. Um, and so it's kind of the way I consume coffee because I drink three protein shakes and I put coffee in them each time. So, you know, why am I going to sit down and drink a hot cup of coffee? Because I'm getting so much coffee anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, true. Okay. Same same topic, little different. We're going to get out of the food. Driving or flying? Oh, God. Um, driving. We just drove across the country. Um, How was that? I've done it now. Oh, uh, I guess, yeah, L.A. back and that's yeah, how you went both times. I've done it now three times. And the... The third time was the longest coming here because we were avoiding snow. <laughs> yeah. And we took the weirdest possible route and it was a blast. I had a great time. Um it you know, like Did you fl- allow yourself to like oh the the yeah. land's cool. Like Okay, here's what kept happening to us is that we would arrive at beautiful places at night. <laughs> oh shit. So yeah. we we got to we got to Moab Utah and drove all through Moab and didn't see a goddamn thing. Oh. And it sucked because I wanted to see it. Um, and then when we were driving here, we were coming from Boise and we went through the forest completely dark, didn't see any of it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And also it was like foggy as hell. But even then, like, still, I do prefer driving to flying, even though it takes longer. Flying sucks, man. <laughs> it does. I mean, I, I'm not afraid of flying. I've, I've flown a million times. No, uh, it's it's the procedure. It's walking it's all, through. Yeah, the, all it, the shit. The, yeah. the, pageant, the pageantry. Right, all, yeah. Like, you know, it it's not fun. And they do not. 
airplane seats in the 90s yeah. were the shit. They were much bigger. Right. They yeah. were the shit mm-hmm. in the 90s, man. Airplanes were cool. Mm-hmm. The armrest still had ashtrays built into them. <laughs> like, they cared about convenience. We were right. still flying the old planes. Now, right. they don't fucking care. No, they're so tiny. Those seats are so small. I Yeah, I, I can't. I just can't enjoy a flight. Yeah. Um, but it is nice to get there quickly. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah, I, I think I think I'm a fan of driving too. The only time um I don't I didn't like driving <sighs> that we made it fun, but mm-hmm. the drive from the US up to Alaska through Canada mm-hmm. that's gotta be one of the worst. Sounds like it. It was Honestly. you know, it's it's three days through Canada and the last day you're yeah. in the middle of fucking nowhere. Oh boy. Like like the upper upper you the upper Yukon Mm-hmm. territory in canada is just i mean it's <laughs> no fun desolation yeah it, it is it you know you're ho- like you you hope there's a gas station Ugh. you know you know and <laughs> and and then and then just just so people understand like it's it's i guess it's like two days through canada and then the third day mm-hmm. is driving through alaska when you when you get into alaska from canada to get it's it's like twelve hours from the border mm-hmm. to Anchorage. Wow, Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's, it's like it's almost it's almost driving the length of California <laughs> from the border <laughs> from God. Canada to like oh people. Wow, it's, it's shorter to Fairbanks, but then you're up in the middle of Alaska and there's nothing going on. It's Fairbanks. Yeah, um, yeah. So that drive, I de- flying is so much better for that <laughs> to go to Alaska. But other than that, I think I think driving's good. Um, okay. Cats or dogs? Ooh, uh, I'm a dog. I'm a dog person. Um, I I do love cats, though. I'm 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 an animal guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I I've always liked dog. I I I uh, pretty openly love people, much like a dog. So Me too. I I like to receive that in return. And dogs are great. And dogs are great doing that. Well, you Cosmo, man, right when you came in the front door, cute as hell. Just uh, happy to see a person. Dogs are the best. But I love cats. I um, there was a a cat I take care of when uh, we lived in Knoxville. My mother in law's cat. I miss her like crazy because. She loved me, so like she what, would meow for what, me and stuff. And, oh, okay. And that's so, like, so it had like a communicative, right? Yeah. A reciprocal personality, yes, exactly. Because uh, some cats are just stuck up and they don't want <laughs> exactly. humans, and which I I respect. Yeah, it's like no, I get all it. All right, cat, you do. You don't need people. You're out here just your own world. You uh-huh. know, I I respect it, but at the same time, I'm like I'll never really love you like a dog. Yeah, like yeah, I, I love I cats. That. Yeah, but it, I think it's the the eye contact, man. They right. look at your eyes, and mm-hmm. and when you cats... can understand what their faces are trying to communicate, right? And yeah. Right, and that's evolutionary, partly. Right. Um, but when cats look at you in the eyes, they're seeing if they can eat you. <laughs> they're like, if you die, your face is gone. It's going to be in my belly. <laughs> I hope they do. If I die, they yeah. any cat oh, hey, can yeah. eat me. Yeah, that's that's very humanitarian. Yeah. Just 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 you know, we have a cat problem. You know, right. just leave me out for them to eat. They'll <laughs> there get you me. go. They'll get me. Feed the kitty. Hey, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. I, I was always partial to the to the idea. You know, uh, I thought about being cremate because because it's like getting rid of remains. Like, are you right. going to be cremated? Are you going to be buried? I don't want the the one. I don't want to take up the land, the no. resources, yeah, the stupid. money, all that stuff to yeah. get a casket and buried mm-hmm. and rot anyway. Yeah. And I'm like, well, cremated, but then that's like 
I mean, that's a furnace running just to dispose of my body. That's, mm-hmm. you know, it, I guess yeah, it's, it's kind of dispersed. Energy expenditure for no reason. Yeah. Right. No, I understand that. So wrap me in a burlap sack. <laughs> just toss me down a hill or something. Well, well I was going to say, just <laughs> dig a hole. To wrap me in a burlap, a burlap sack and plant a tree on top of me. Oh, there you go. And let uh-huh. that tree just, its roots go down. I get turned into mulch. All the bugs eat me. It yeah. gets through the burlap. I get decomposed very quickly. And Sounds all great to me. of yeah. that nutrients and all of my energy comes into like a tree. Yeah. They also and, do those like mushroom sacks. Where, oh. Yeah. It's like the Ooh. decomposition is very fast. And then and you get turned into really mycelium. Good. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. I we would ha- be interested, I think. I yeah. would be interested in that way more because mycelium, like, talks. Yeah. So, what you- if I'm going to move on into mycelium in Well, what's the, what's the, what's the, uh, what's the, that mushroom spore horror movie that you guys Oh, just- yeah, yeah. The Girl with All the Gifts. And, yeah, The Girl with All the Gifts. The Last it's- of Us, which is currently yeah, on yeah. HBO. I, yeah, I haven't watched it yet. I haven't oh, watched it's, Last of Us It's yet. great, but, I, yeah. I'm waiting. Yeah, to the end. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm waiting till it's out. And also, I never played the game. I, I haven't either. Yeah, I I didn't even know, like really know about it. I've I've heard the name, mm-hmm. but I had no context on what the any of the story. Right. I do kind of now, just from hearing too many people talk about it. But mm-hmm. um, and then and then when everybody's like, oh no spoilers, but oh my god, episode three, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, well, that's you know, when TV was cool, when TV was like interesting, right. Back in, you know, when I was a kid for the discovery period of of watching, uh you wouldn't know that the next episode was going to knock your socks off. It would just come and it would knock your socks off. That's actually one of the things I just really love about HBO is it's still appointment television. Like people are still talking about The Last of Us at the same time. Even if they're watching on HBO Max, a ton of people are watching it the second it goes up. Right. And and that is great. It is great. Like that feeling like you have to catch it now. Yeah. yeah. Um but it is all yeah, it's also it kind of sucks cuz then I also the didn't, expectation, right? Yeah. It, it's yeah. Like you kind of go into it with like all this expectation and kind of a little bit of knowledge of things and yeah. 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 And and it it could play tricks on you like I think I'm thinking this is going to happen cuz I heard this person right. say that and then it you know, it's it's weird. It's yeah, weird. So I'm kind of I'm kind of waiting for it to come out and People quit talking about it for like a month. Right. And then I'll be like, I forget everything that was said. Yeah. All right, let's watch it. (laughs) Yeah. I Uh, think the one thing, I I believe they're only doing two seasons, just covering what's in the games. And that excites me because I'm a a guy who loved The Walking Dead, but kind of, it fell off. I've never watched it. (laughs) Like, you're okay. You're am I, doing fine. Am I fine never in watching fact, The Walking Dead? Wa- watch The Last of Us. It's supposed to be only two seasons. You're going to get like 18 episodes and it's going to be fucking done. And and that's great. And it's better. Yeah. It's The Walking Dead, but better? Yeah. I've, I feel like so much of it feels like The Walking Dead, but like they're getting to the point quicker <laughs> and you know there's an end point. Right. Even though that was true of Walking Dead because it was it a was comic series that ended it like 150-something issues or whatever. Sure. Yeah, so you knew that it was coming to an end, but it, it kind of... The the oh, show wait, felt the, like it dragged. The Walking Dead was based on a comic? Yeah, yeah, Robert <laughs> Kirkman. <laughs> well, thank you for that piece of enlightenment. It is great. It's a great comic. Well worth checking out. Like, okay. yeah, I, honestly, like, you could... You could skip the show and, and, read, and the read the comics. And, and, and Yeah, get get all the story without... Some of the disappointment. I I was never terribly disappointed with it. It just kind of in my mind just got 
boring. Right. And then it was like, eh, too much exposition or something. Yeah. Yeah. And I had read the comics, so it was just like, I kind of know where this is going. They did some different stuff with the show, but, you know. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Another one. Uh, shitty TV or shitty movies? <sighs> shitty movies. Yeah. I don't want to watch an episode dreading that I'm going to have to watch Another. 100 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> but if I'm sitting, because we watch shitty movies all the time on, yeah. uh, we do the screaming chat, Night Stream Sunday with, uh, on Discord, we watch, you know, just some shitty movie and we've been doing it for years now and I'm not tired of it. But if we had watched just one shitty TV show, I would be like, this was the dumbest idea. We are not doing this anymore. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. Very true. Okay. Um. I want to switch. I just, okay. my, my, this is how my brain works. Okay. As soon as I get, you know, it's, it's like, why belabor a point too much if maybe something next you'll say is cooler? You could flop. It could, it could bomb. <laughs> okay. But, but, you know, if you, you miss every shot, you don't take. So, okay. <laughs> so, um, uh, um, Barbarian. Yes. Uh-huh. The movie. Everybody should go out and watch it. It's great. It's pretty fucking great. Mm-hmm. Did it disappoint you at all? The ending? Did it feel mm-hmm. like, did it feel like, because to me, I watched it and the first two acts, because yeah. here's the thing I love. It's intense. Yeah. It's intense yeah. and I loved the pacing. Mm-hmm. I loved the way it was shot. It it, it felt like a, like a, a three act movie. Right. Right. Like cons- three act. Give it. Great. Um, And the first two acts were really good. And then it felt like, spoilers, when... They found the guy, the dad, the, mm-hmm. the dude. It, from there, it just kind of like, well, it it almost like it peaked too early, maybe, mm. or 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 the the end, like the the conclusion, the water tower scene felt like it kind of like wasn't as, I don't know, pow- climactic. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What? Um, I wasn't disappointed by it, but I I see what you're saying, and. I definitely want to cover it on Dead and Lovely because it like there's a lot to talk about there about like what's going on in that ending. Yeah. Yeah, I I wouldn't say I was disappointed, but that's kind of I have a warped view where when I'm watching a horror movie or you know, we do sci-fi and, and action all of it, yeah, we, all of it, yeah. we do all sorts of shit. But when I'm watching a movie and something happens where I'm like that would be interesting to talk about, I kind of I don't, my brain lights up in the same way as I like that. Ah. So. Ah, right. Because both of them pique your, yeah. your interest. Yeah. So yeah. once, yeah, once we cover it on the show, I will then be able to analyze, do I like this? Gotcha. <laughs> Rather than just Got like, you. oh man, that's so interesting. And, but that is how I felt about the ending is that it was interesting. But I think you're, the reason it's interesting is what you're saying is it's like, it's, it kind of comes to a climax a little early. So then what is, what is it trying to say there at the end? What's it getting at? Right. And yeah. well, I guess I just, I don't want to spoil it for you yeah, guys yeah, on your show. Yeah. So let me not, <laughs> let me not belabor that too much. See, almost, almost a bomb. We no, almost no, got it was there. good. It was good. We almost got there. Um, um, what, uh, what's, um. What's your is is horror your favorite genre like flat out is is that it or do you or are you like uh, yeah how how do you think about it? Um, I'm a rom com have... man no oh, <laughs> no I knew it <laughs> no I think it is horror um I I will watch any horror movie almost any time of the day but yeah it's I mean 
for me though, I'm I'm a big action movie person. Yeah. I love action movies. I'm I like comedies. We talk about these things on on the show sometimes, but like when I'm just watching stuff, I I do tend to watch a ton of horror movies. But like, yeah, if I see Fast and the Furious, it's like I'm gonna watch Fast and the Furious or something like or Born or fucking we yeah. we just watched through all the Mission Impossible movies. I love the action movies are great, but they're dumb. Like they have right, to be. Right, like, right. They need to be dumb. Dude, I just watched Superman one and two. Cl- yeah, Christopher okay. Reeve, Superman yeah. one and two. You know, it's Margot Kidder. That's <laughs> She's exactly great. exactly. Uh, Gene Hackman's a trip in that. Yeah, movie. he is. Gene ha- bald Gene Hackman is a trip. <laughs> um, you didn't get the three, so you didn't get to Richard Pryor and. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm. That's that's queued up next. <laughs> yeah, HBO has them all. So great. Um. Yeah, no, it popped up, and I'm like, I haven't watched that since I was a teenager. Right. Man, I mean, you know. It's been a long 12, time. 13 years mm-hmm. old, something like that. It was probably the last time I watched them all. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was on VHS. It, it definitely, yes. it, you know, we were still going to a little local movie store that had a wall of DVDs as they were coming out, and then uh-huh. a wall of all the old VHS Still the VHSs, movies. uh-huh. I can go in and rent them for three for a buck or something right. like that. Um. But yeah, that that was kind of nostalgic and cool. I I I I know what you mean the same way. I don't. I find myself like not being able to even pick. Yeah. Because they they all peak so many like the different parts of my brain. Right. That, like like comedy lights up completely different right. than horror does. Yeah. And and there's nostalgia. You know, I re- like the the f- the very first time I was probably oh god what was I eleven. Hmm. Um, and saw Event Horizon for the first oh, time. Oh man, okay, yes. And you're just like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? Uh-huh. Um, that's that's not the Jurassic Park guy. <laughs> that is not the same guy as Jurassic Park. He's ripping his face off. Uh-huh. And, um, all, yeah, I don't know. It's funny. It peaks the same way. But then you can you can think about the same thing as like you said, like an action movie. Like as bad as it is now. Twister was so fucking cool when you were like 13. Yeah, yeah, the CGI looks, you know, a little dated of course, but yeah, yeah. I, I know that uh, people love Twister. I've never been a Twister person. Ever. I, I, well, but I haven't watched it since back in Twister days. Ah. So I do, I would like to rewatch it. Um, you know, Philip Seymour Hoffman, I, you know, I just like, I, when I watched it in the past as, as a teen, Food. it just wasn't, it wasn't for me, but I think now as an adult, maybe I'll like it. There is, there is like a, uh, cause, cause I recognize it's not a great move. Like it's not, mm. but there's like a, to me, it seems like the crew, the, 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 t- the actors mm-hmm. on that, that were doing all, right. were having a fucking blast together and yeah. and that builds this kind of it, like yeah like warm feeling to just the way their characters are coming across the screen right like aliens yeah, yeah like they all dude. seem to be having a blast with each other Absolutely. so it adds a lot to Pl- characters. but that that was actually a pretty good movie yes aliens is awesome. aliens yeah. <laughs> um, i mean alien is good too yeah for a completely different reason but reason but aliens is yeah um and then you have alien three you do have alien theory that does exist <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it it had such potential it did it, like, that's why i hate it so much is because it's like well this could have been good the prison the, yeah you all know, of it could have been good like yeah. what okay what do you think actually went or what do you think it missed what do you think that in in alien three like yeah 
what did they miss well, for you? Well, there are a ton of studio decisions that were going against original director David Fincher. Right. Um, and I think what you miss when you go against David Fincher is going against David Fincher. Because have you seen a David Fincher movie? Let him do what he does. Yeah. I think that if David Fincher had been able to do what he wanted to do, we would have had the movie we want. Yeah, it would have been a, it would have been a cool movie. Whether or not you know. You know, whether or not it would have made the studio happy, I don't know. But it would have still made... Fincher movies make money. It's not like you wouldn't have made money. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm having this weird moment of, like, internal anxiety where I'm going, oh, my God, I brought Steve on my podcast <laughs> to talk to him, and all we're doing is still talking about fucking movies. And that's that's what, fine with me. That's what you always do. <laughs> um, are you still a gamer? Yep, I am. I don't uh, try to keep up anymore. Not on new games, but old. you still play old shit? Yeah, and, and I will play newer games. Uh, basically, you know, it's one of those things where, uh, yeah, back in back in the 2000s, I was a pre-order guy and get all the DLC type of person. And now it's like, well, I'll just wait for the Game of the Year edition to come out. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, so are you are RPG guy, first person yes, guy? RPG. Yeah, I, well, I do love first person shooters, but the reason i love them is the multiplayer and i'm far too competitive for that to be fun mm. uh i learned that about myself after years of playing them um and one summer of i think only playing them that's all i did was play call of duty modern warfare for a summer and then it was like i need to i'm gonna stop uh. this because it was too stressful and i wasn't really having fun yeah um but yeah, I love I love an RPG. I love to go into Skyrim and just fucking catch butterflies or something. Um, Dude, it's fun. Yeah, yeah. I definitely, I I definitely have those games. Um, I play. Did you ever play Ark? Uh, uh-uh, I haven't played Ark. Ark is this pretty cool. It's it's all it's all free with Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Are you an Xbox guy? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Perfect. Me too. Yep. Um, we'll have to trade gamer tags. Man. Sweet. <laughs> um, Ark is this really cool. I had to stop. Because it got to just be like too immersive. So basically, the premise of Ark is it, it's an RPG, but there's no like actual storyline that mm-hmm. is given to you from the front. Right. You're not front loaded with any information. You just wake up and you're a caveman on a beach. Uh-huh. And it's kind of like a survival type game. You have yeah. all the health attributes and stamina and hydration, food, all that decreases mm-hmm. throughout time. Um, if you sprint, it goes faster. Right. You have to like pick up sticks and start developing stone tools and like. Oh, I do pro- remember seeing some gameplay of this. And it then there's cool. and then there's dinosaurs uh-huh. that are around that yeah. will fuck you up and kill you. Well, that's not good. You don't want that. But you can also knock them out with tranquilizers or things and tame them. Build saddles for them. Right. Ride, ride a dinosaur. Build teams of dinosaurs. You can have a whole pack of raptors. You can do all cool. this stuff. And then you start walking through the maps. Um, which are massive. Yeah. And you start noticing like there's ruins and obelisks uh-huh. and seemingly alien technology. Yeah. And then you, depending on how hard you play and what you find, you, you, you start finding the story huh. line in, That's the, really cool. in the game. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's just brutal, man. I mean, it's, it doesn't care about your feelings. The mm-hmm. dinosaurs do not care about your feelings. <laughs> Um, you'll be running along and all you have is like primitive cloth clothing and you just made your first hatchet and you're like, okay, now I can really start harvesting stuff. My right. my my uh, thatch shack back there is 
uh, barely preventing me from from staying warm at night, let yeah. alone. But dinosaurs could just come over, and if it's a big Smog enough dinosaur, it it'll knock over your thatchness. <laughs> and it's fun, man. It's one of those. But that's yeah, cool. you can just grind and or discover. Yeah, that's awesome. But it's, I mean, I I played a ton of Minecraft. It sounds like oh, not for children. Minecraft kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 good graphics. Yeah, cool stuff. Um, yeah, no, it's it's fun. Those those type art. But then but then I I always find myself going back in time. There's something about the nostalgia uh-huh. again, and, and you know, I still have my SNES, my N64s, yes. and Wii's, yeah. and uh-huh. and I'll just, dude. There's there's nothing better than <laughs> blowing out a cartridge, clunking it in, yeah. feeling it solid, and you just turn it on. There's no downloadable content. There's no checking for updates. Right. You, you just the play, inti- and you can just play. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. I don't know, man. It's great. I yeah, I have I I play on an emulator. Play a lot of N64. A lot of uh, WCW NWO Revenge and WrestleMania 2000. Oh, dude, I yes, <laughs> WrestleMania 2000 is one of those. Um, I I was always Sting. Yeah, I love that he came out with a bat. The bat. Mm. It was a great. Or I was Kane. Man, Kane. I I, I love WCW or WWF No Mercy, which was like when they included like ladders and backstage fights and stuff. But there is not a good emulation of that movie if anybody listening or not movie game if anybody listening knows of a wwf no mercy in 64 emulator emulating i i want it so fucking bad because i found one and, and played it and it, you can play for like a little bit and it crashes and then oh. like i found another and you can play for a little bit in the storyline and it crashes and i'm just that game is so cool but anyway yeah i, I will go back to to those games a lot because i um i think i we played those games the most as teens. Like we just drink and were you make a Smash up wrestlers. Bros guy too. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Smash Brothers and sixty four Smash Bros. Smash Brothers and fucking uh, Mario Kart. Oh god, dude, we would dude, battle tear them up. Battle, battle, so fun. Oh yeah. my god, uh-huh. dude, the, th- the three. I I played so much fucking battle on Mar. I I remember every battle map, mm-hmm. the donut, the multi. Yeah. I, I remember them all. I remember where how you could power slide mm-hmm. around stuff. Yeah. Flip through the air to get good shots with your <laughs> shell on people yes. that are chasing behind you up the ramp and uh-huh. watching the fucking when you're playing on the blocks level and you can uh-huh. like drive up the towers and you right. see all the other ones. There's the upper paths and you're you're sitting up there waiting for someone to come and you just see a balloon from across the map mm-hmm. just like float away. You're like, oh, someone got one. <laughs> we used yes. to just get so mad <laughs> yeah. playing with friends and just losing your balloons and like that meant so much. <laughs> We yeah we uh, also my my cousin Buddy and I would just sit and try to figure out all the shortcuts because mm. you know they're gigantic shortcuts and things like Rainbow Road and I, whatnot. We me, me and my brother learned the Rainbow yeah. Road jump before it was like commonplace right. out in mm. literature. Like yeah. we we just that was the same thing. We played mm. it so much. As soon as you found one shortcut, you're like, there has well, to be more. Well, there have to be a million more, yeah. <laughs> and you just drive around, and the arrow's like, go the other way, and you're like, no, I need to go backwards through <laughs> no, the No, I know. I know this is the right way. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you would go through, and you'd have to make sure you didn't complete the third lap if you missed anything. Right. You have two laps going one direction, mm-hmm. and then you could go back in time. Right. <laughs> yes. So much, man. Uh, Do you ever play um, uh, NFL Blitz? Yes. So much NFL Blitz. Fun time for Dude, sure. I I probably looked at that loading screen 
forever because we would try and figure out the codes. You just press uh-huh. a random button mm-hmm. and pot- change the symbols down in the corner, right. and we'd sit there forever. And if nothing would happen, turn it off, turn it back on. <laughs> just <laughs> forever trying to get those yeah. codes, man. Write it down. Okay, it was an NFL, a football, and the trophy. Okay, <laughs> you know whatever they were. Um, that was a time, man. It was like there was a there was like just this generalized carelessness about games matter like that was all that seemed in that back in the time yeah. mattered mm-hmm. yeah there wasn't yeah there wasn't i don't know i mean it's uh, i think partly being teenaged yeah. but also we didn't know as much even yeah. though we had the internet the internet wasn't really a place for knowledge it was a place for uh, going on something yeah, all, something awful there or, was alta vista and like you it wasn't it wasn't google yeah <laughs> you know like <laughs> yeah. what you didn't have good search there was right. yahoo yeah yeah, there was a yeah, there wasn't there wasn't a, a, a full comprehension of the world. No. And and I think that, you know, there's still like there's a ton of reason to believe that all this connection to the world There still isn't a comprehension. There still isn't comprehension. In right. fact we know less because we know more. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The information we're we're being given and yeah. that that is like commercial is is traded yeah. uh abundantly is not things that enlighten you about the people. Right. It enlightens you about assholes. Sure. <laughs> and sure. and horrible thought, you know, yeah. but but it doesn't tell you anything about where they come from, the people, you know, how their communities function, mm-hmm. uh charity, like yeah. all of the things that that would like make you go. It's funny, I saw this bit um floating around on YouTube. Um and it was like a the the I don't remember the actual bit, but the the premise was, um, yeah. Oh oh no no I do remember. Okay, it's like <laughs> it's like uh it, it went um, you know, growing up in the Mormon Church uh-huh. is like growing up in America. America's the best. Mm-hmm. We're we're gonna do everything for you and everything like yeah. that. And then you grow up and you get Twitter and you realize, oh shit, people <laughs> in the Netherlands are happy. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, speaking, of, I used to be Mormon. Did you? I did. I was. I didn't wow. grow up Mormon either. Oh, wow. I converted as a twenty-year-old. Oh, okay. All right. I just found out what we're talking about. The rest of this podcast, oh, and I'm lighting another joint no, because perfect. because part of like I, I'm I'm a creator. I'm an, mm-hmm. I'm a writer. I I play music, and that's like my core like out creative output Uh the other half of me is like a humanist activist right like you know i was i was raised religious as well i um i i didn't grow up in the mormon sorry about that i didn't grow up in the mormon church but i spent probably two-thirds of high school going to the mormon church oh really because my best friend was mormon okay and Mm -hmm. in school I didn't, you know, and then you start going over the house and the only way you could spend the night mm-hmm. on the weekend was to on, go to church, was to wake up at five in yeah. the morning or whenever and go to church yeah. with them. And so, you know, and being a Christian kid, they were like, no, we're Christian too. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. And I believed that there was a God. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, yeah, I'm just, le- you know, learning. Mm-hmm. And then. They say weird things about Jesus that my other church that I grew up in doesn't say about mm-hmm. Jesus. And wait, you guys have planets and wait, the collab. Wait, <laughs> uh, how did how did you find your way 
into Mormonism as a 20 year old? Uh, were, were you raised religious first? Were you no, Christian or anything? no? No. Uh, my great grandmother was the religious person in our family, and that uh, was kind of. I don't know. I guess the rest of the family was like, she's got it. She's got it for us. She's, she's, she does that. So there was no going to church. Christ- no. Were you, got, were you Christmas people? Yeah. Yeah. But not like religiously Christmas. No, like, like presents. Yeah. Uh, there, there wasn't Jesus and all that stuff well, tied to it. Well, we would go to our great-grandmother's house. Like, that was the thing is it would be this, you oh, know, generations yeah. of people in her house. And she would make food and we would watch, uh, you know, uh, football or basketball or whatever was on while yeah. she... Uh, then would Pro- have probably the the Dallas Cowboys. Usually, yeah, <laughs> sure. Um, but we or is that Thanksgiving? That's Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we would um, we would uh, have to sit through very long prayer every mm. single year, and it it to us was a big joke. We all thought it was very funny that she would. We had basically like grandma's prayer bingo, where it was like. All right, is, this year is she going to cry about Timmy who's in Germany or like Yeah, how many other cousins is she going to talk about? Yeah. Right, right, right yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um and boy, so there I I had interest in religion in like a intellectual sense. Mm. Like I read about religion and sure. stuff. Mo- mostly read about like Buddhism and and stuff like that, but um I was interested but then um I discovered LSD. Oh, mm-hmm. cool. I love it. Me too. Big fan. Um, and it's... I almost hit a bear in a car on LSD. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't hit it. But also, that's that's like the exact type of thing. The second LSD gets on your tongue, the world is like, crazy shit is gonna happen. <laughs> and... None of us are still sure to this day if, if, it really... if there really was a bear there. <laughs> Did it look like that bear from Annihilation or no, just a normal no, bear? No, it was, it was a big old black bear. <laughs> Crazy. Holy and, shit. And uh, we were in the mountains. We'll, we'll get back to Mormonism. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, we went, in, in Anchorage, there's this thing called the Forest Fair. Mm-hmm. And it's in this tiny little town called Girdwood in the middle of nowhere at the base of mm-hmm. like – the own like the ski re- like the ski resort right. in Alaska. It's mm. called Alieska, and it's a really nice mountain, man. Um, and Girdwood is like the little hippie town at the base of the snowboarding skiing okay thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's Granola Town, man. I mean, right. I mean, it is just it is the most beautiful hippie Birkenstock town <laughs> in America. You know, okay. Um, and every year they host it. I don't know if they still do, but Back in the day, they hosted this thing called Forest Fair, and it literally was in the middle of the forest, Mm -hmm. and it was three days, and people just gathered, hula hoop dancers, Mm -hmm. fire tossers, live music, beer gardens, 20, all day long, it didn't stop, Mm -hmm. playing in the mud, dirty people, you know, all of, all of it. It's beautiful. It's such a, it's such a beautiful experience. And we went up there, me and a bunch of my buddies three of us, four of us, three of us, something like that. There was, I think there were four of us total. And we said, we're going to forest fair and we're going to find mushrooms. Awesome. And, and so we went up there and we had pot of course, but like, we're like, Hey, mistering, like every single person we mm-hmm. walked, we walked into Girdwood around the town, yeah. like back into the fort. We're like some dude, we're he, so, and everybody's like, no man, we don't know. We don't know. And we're like, 
how is an entire forest of hippies in the middle right. of Alaska for three days and no one has mushrooms here? Seems impossible. And then one guy's like, I think the guy over at the whatever tent has LSD, man. And we're like, <laughs> oh, no shit. And so we walk over there and we're looking and it was like a wizard's den. Like you walked in and he was the, he was selling like bongs and then dildos and like 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 all of these things all handmade awesome. you know all handmade like uh-huh. drums and and all types of stuff and he was this dude and he had this long gray like skinny ponytail mm-hmm. or On goatee goatee okay. yeah face chin chin, chin ponytail tail. chin tail <laughs> he had this long like gray skinny chin tail and um walk in we're like hey man uh. We heard you might have acid. <laughs> and he goes, oh, yeah, I got a bunch. How much? And, and we're like, he goes, it's it's just liquid. I don't have it on paper. It's just Fucking it's just perfect. liquid. And, and we go, okay. And he goes, put out your hands. And so he just goes, drop and drops a night, just a good drop. There you and, go. And, and we're like, oh, fuck yeah. He said, walk around and lick your hand for like 10 minutes. And we're like, okay. And so paid him. I just started walking around. We're just licking our hands, drinking mm-hmm. more beer, licking our hands, smoking. And 45 minutes in an hour goes mm-hmm. by and nothing. Oh, boy. And we're like. That's a good sign. That's a good sign if it's going to be oh LSD. If it's not LSD, you've been burnt. But. Right. <laughs> and then we're like, shit. Well, guys, let's maybe wait a little longer. Another half hour goes by and we're like, it's been an hour and a half. Are you feeling anything? No, mm-hmm. man. We're not. F- we, we quit smoking weed. We're like, right. we want to. And, and we're like, should we go ask him? Mm-hmm. And we went back and we're like, hey, man, we're not feeling anything. And he looks in all. He like looks in our eyes, like dilation or uh-huh. whatever. And he goes. All right. And put another drop on each uh-huh. of our hands. So we like. And then. 15 minutes late. If we only would have waited 15 more minutes, oh boy. <laughs> we would have been fine. Yeah. And then so it starts kicking in. And so we're there and we're just having a great time. And then it's getting later in the day. Mm-hmm. And we're like, shit, we got to get home. And it's like an hour and a half drive through the mountains home. And we're like, we walked back to the car. We couldn't get the car started. And we're like, fuck. So we walked back down. And then we're like, shit, we got to go back to the car. And so we walked back up to the car and we still couldn't get the car started. Uh, I was the most sober of all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had the most experience with psychedelics. So I was like, I'll drive. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to start the car. And I'm, I'm like, this is your key, right? And he's like, yeah, that's my key. And we're like, fuck. And like, we're like, well, shit, maybe we're low on gas and we're on a hill and it won't start. And so we like start pushing the car down the hill and we're like, <laughs> we spent like 45 minutes and he goes, oh, that's my valet key. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fires right up. Okay, shit. And so we're like, start making our way down, stop and get gas, get snacks and just pile the car full and we're driving down and. I'm I'm like making sure I'm watching my speed because mm-hmm. I'm like the one thing yeah. I don't want to do is go too fast. Right. I, I don't. And it's not like, you know, speed limit's like 55 anyway. Mm-hmm. But I'm going up this hill and I find myself constantly doing like 20 under the speed limit. It's, I mean, it is, it is black sheep all day. You know how yeah. fast you were going? Oh, 65, 77. <laughs> 
Road. Yeah. I mean, it, was, it was that fucking in the car. And so I'm like, guys, keep t- keep telling me to go faster. And so they're like, go, you know, we're just having a blast. And we c- <laughs> we're, we're coming up and we come around this corner and down into this place at this place called Summit Lake. Uh-huh. And it is a lake at the summit. I mean, it's perfectly impetuously named. named. Yeah. And we we come around this corner and the valley opens up away from the mountains oh, and the man. lake is there and the sun it's like that an sounds evening. awesome not on LSD dude and yeah. an evening sun is coming over this mountainside and mm-hmm. just perfectly lining up it's in the middle of summer mm-hmm. everything is green cranberries are pot like yeah. everything is beautiful fireweed do you know what fireweed is Mm-mm. so fireweed is this plant in Alaska that grows um, and it's it's really tall skinny stalks. Uh-huh. And it grows up really tall, and then it and and it grows where fires had burnt the ground. Oh, okay. It's one of the first things gotcha. to grow back. That's why they call it fireweed. You can use it. They make honey out of it. Mm. Um, it's a really delicately lovely flower mm-hmm. that you, they're edible. You can eat them. Um, and fireweed grows up, and it's this pink stalk, and it grows up really tall, and mm. then it blooms from the top and cascades back down as okay. it blooms. And so, so as it blooms, it turns into these bright purple, like bright purple flowers on this pink stalk and pink stems. <laughs> and at you know, some will be different lengths of blooming, and they just look like these, like t- almost like cattails, uh-huh. but they're like that big around and just four or five feet tall. Wow, they're, you know, they're big. Sounds like an alien thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and they f- and they're and then they come out and they're just like the little bud flowers, and mm-hmm. and they cover the hillside. And so mm-hmm. we come around, and there's all this purple going on. The sun, the water's blue, and I am just seeing. I mean, everything, <laughs> the mountains have mm-hmm. hair. I'm taking yeah. breaths and they're leaning in towards mm-hmm. me and then breathe back in yeah. a way. And I'm just like, guys, look at this. And I'm driving and mm-hmm. all I can see is just flooded with just the nature, dude. It is, yeah. it is touching my soul. Mm-hmm. And then I just like, look at the road and there's a bear in the road. <laughs> And I just go, bear, and I slam on the brakes, and everybody's like, what? And then the bear goes, and it like, it, it came over the guardrail and was walking across, looked at us, and didn't run off. It just like walked across the rest of the road, <laughs> up over the guardrail, and disappeared. Yeah. There were no other cars. We were the We were the only car on the road, and it was the middle of the afternoon, and it's this weird situation where like... No one else saw that. There's no other cars coming. I'm stopped in the middle of the fucking mm-hmm. highway. And all of us like, where's that bear? And by the time we gained composure, the bear was fucking gone. And I'm like, you guys saw that bear, right? They're like, yeah, I think I fucking saw a bear. And they're like, eh, dude, it, and I swear we were like feet from it. Yeah. I mean, you know, it could have been way up the hill. <laughs> right. And I was at the bottom of the hill and we just saw a bear and I stopped. Like, I, we're not sure. <laughs> So you in your mind said nature, dude, and then the bear said fucking nature. Nature's dude. metal, dude. <laughs> you want to see nature, dude? Um, yeah, it did. It did. It. It was like a reality check. Yeah, and I was out of my fucking. F- <laughs> the mountains were no longer hairy right. and breathing. I'm like, oh shit, I'm it's in reality time. now. Yeah. and everybody else is like, oh, bear. And I'm like, I gotta still drive back down this mountain home. <laughs> Get home still. Like that's by the time we got home, it was like the second drop was fully in effect. Uh And, and I tried explaining the bear story at the time and (laughs) my girlfriend didn't make sense. And she's like, 
all I got was like, wait, you're on acid? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, isn't that, isn't that dumb? Well, I didn't hit the bear. Like, it would have been dumb if I hit the bear. For real. <laughs> I, I'm here. I'm at home. The car's here. We're in one piece. No bears got hit. <laughs> I love acid, man. Yeah, me too. I fucking love acid. Uh, okay, so you discovered acid <laughs> and became a Mormon. <laughs> kind of. Okay. I discovered acid and did it a lot, um, which uh, opened me up to religious thinking, which is, I mean, just one of the things hallucinogens do- does uh, to it, your brain. It definitely, It definitely makes you feel like the things you're experiencing are outside of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it definitely makes it feel like it's coming from somewhere else. Um, And so, yeah, I I had a friend who I did acid with, and he had recently become a Mormon. I didn't know at the time that Mormons didn't do acid, and he was a bad one. But um, he, while we were on acid, started explaining the stuff, the, the deep doctrine of Mormonism about... Uh, having smitten. spiritual children oh, and planets yeah. and stuff. And I was yeah. like, that's right up my fucking alley, pal. Um, <laughs> uh, and so then, not long after that, 9-11 happened. Oh, shit. Which was kind of a reality check in my brain. Yeah. Um, and I, I stopped doing hallucinogens so much. And then I was like, I don't know. <laughs> that sounded interesting. And I went to church and I met a bunch of people. And it was like, I don't know. My friend group weren't very supportive. Not not all of them. There were there are certain people who were my friend group who are still friends of mine, and I I still hung right. out with them, and they're great. But a lot of the people that I hung out with kind of sucked. Um, mm. and these people were super nice, welcoming, and welcoming, right. and um, you found a community, found a community, and yeah. it was nice. And so I, well, and a lot of them love like you know D and D. They yeah. play like 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 huge gamers, nerds, that yeah. are, you know, into all that. So of course, I mean, that's and musicians, you know, like there's like it it that's where I found community too. You know? yeah, there were yeah there was a lot of like talented people and smart yeah. people, and um, I was sober for the first time in in years. Yeah, and so my brain was working properly, and it was like this is nice. Um, and so uh, I don't the half ass anything. So I whole assed it, and I researched everything. I like read everything they produce. Um, I would spend so much time reading Mormon doctrine and stuff like that, and um, I was just kind of looking for the bottom of it. Like, where does where do the answers stop coming? Mm. And you, you, any other. Uh, like christian sect other than maybe catholicism you find the bottom pretty quick yeah god yeah 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 they they got no answers for anything but catholicism and mormonism they try they got this like deep sort of theology and stuff so i spent years uh you know just researching i I was a missionary i went to russia you did go on a mission Uh uh-huh oh wow yeah served uh mission in the the ural mountains in russia for two years and Holy shit. Yep. Got married in the temple. All that stuff. Um, And then, you know, I had started to find a lot of the bottom, especially in grad school. Like, I'd started to find a lot of things that were just like, nope, inexcusable. And it was around the time that Mormons were, like, vehemently, like, against gay marriage in California. And I didn't agree. 
I had never agreed with with anything of that sort. So it was yeah. just like I don't know. Everything started falling apart in in my head, and then <laughs> my wife. The, one of the worries I had was: Were you both? Was she Mormon too? Yeah, for, she was okay. born. She was born Mormon, raised ah, Mormon. Ah, yeah. ah, yeah. Uh, but then my my wife uh, and I, I was worried because among Mormons, if if one of you stops going to church, probably going to be problem. a divorce. Yeah, it's yeah, a problem. Probably going to be a divorce. So I was real worried. I'm thinking, you know, we've only been married a few years, um, a couple of years at that time, and and I'm thinking, fuck, this might be the end of it. But then one day we just started talking about it, and um, you know, I was just finally opened up and was like, I don't believe this is true and i don't want to i don't want to do this anymore and she was like oh thank god <laughs> so she was sitting there I, holding yeah, on for you yeah too. yeah we were both holding out like isn't that how isn't yeah. that how pernicious <laughs> fuck that that yeah i mean specifically yeah. the mormon doctrine right yeah is is written to do that to yeah, yeah yeah oh yeah i mean like because one of the things <laughs> they say that they think is just like so um beautiful they'll be like you know families can be together forever you and, were together before your humanly presence right. on earth you and were you, a family before. right and you you can be together forever if you do this mm-hmm. uh and in a lot of ways it's like the mafia showing up and being like nice family you got here hate to see it broken apart um, as you die l- let me ask you this when when you were reading the theology and really diving into all of it did you not at the time also find all of the history on like joseph smith yeah 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 so, that, that's so, the stuff that like really was breaking me i mean i i read but um, no at the beginning like when you when you dove in head first at the beginning of your you said you you spend a lot of time you, you whole ass yeah, it right yeah 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 you, no i i knew about the polygamy and stuff and no but but like but like that he was arrested for being a con man in new york and yeah but and, i mean you know you can excuse that away very easily as like well, yeah, but like the, that—that that is that the seer stone in the hat, like, right? But, yeah. But at the time, like my my question is like yeah. at the time you read that and you're like, oh, he looked into a hat and did yeah. in fact see it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and that, that made the most sense, honestly, to me. Like, how does a prophecy come to you? It's not going to be uh, a, a God speaking words to you. I wouldn't think. But It'd but probably no one be else. All encompassing no one... experience. Right. Oh. Oh my god, it happened. We did it, everybody. <laughs> Babe, help! It's a grenade! <laughs> I just slid it down the hole. <laughs> All right. It's been a long time since I've accomplished All that. All right. That's, that's, a, that's feel, a good sign. I feel honored. Um, um, man, that is... that. Well, I... I mean, it makes sense, and especially if you were like wanting something, right? Right. You were, yes, there, you were, I you wanted were in, it to be true. Right. Yeah. So I'm I'm going out of my way to allow it to allow it to the framework. There's a confirmation to bias. Things. Yes, there. there's confirmation bias because I want it to be true. Right. Uh, but yeah, there's always the things weighing on, you know, the racism, the the uh, Dude, marrying the, fourteen the, year olds, etc. Well. <laughs> Not only like like it's easy to say the racism, but but the racism yeah. of the church. I mean, all the way up through the nine. I mean, even to date, really. Yeah. But 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 ex- explicitly in their bylaws, yeah. because of the. St- I mean, where it says black people come from 
in the book yeah. is insane. Well, that, okay, so that actually was in a book called Mormon Doctrine written by Bruce R. McConkie. And you're it, right, you're it's right. Not, it's not in the Book of Mormon. Yeah, and it, it's not, it was not it, considered doctrine, really. but there were a large portion of members who were like, yeah, that, that is true. But isn't um, that, isn't that what, um, what's his nuts, um, uh, the, the, the 1900s leader dude? Of the church, uh, Gordon B. Hinckley. Yeah, isn't, sure. Is, is that it? it? Yeah, 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 Hinckley. I guess it. Yeah, Hinckley. Uh-huh. Isn't that like where Hinckley got? I mean, he, he that that's why they like wrote in like, "Hey, black people can't be in our church." Oh no, no, it was never. It was uh, uh, black people could could get baptized. They couldn't hold the priesthood. Uh, which I was under the assumption that I have another buddy who who's now an exmo too, uh-huh. um, and he has the same story. Went on the mission, to, right, right. You know, um, but he was like born and raised right. all mm-hmm. through, um, and and he had said like that that it was explicitly written that they couldn't even join the church no, for no, a that time. was never the case. No, and Joseph, Joseph Smith actually even ordained two black men to really? the priesthood. Okay, Brigham Young was the vehement racist who then brought in like. No, that can't happen. Uh, and there was, it was Brigham Young who did. It was okay. very unwelcoming environment, uh, of obviously. And then, yeah, recently there was like some discoveries about how the church had had like worked hard to make sure that black people couldn't buy property in Utah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they're uh, terrible, terrible people. Just like all Christians, honestly. <laughs> all cri- no, no, it all is. Christian sects are terrible. They are. Um, they and are. and the thing that like I really would say got out of it was um a, a, a stronger uh i, I guess a, a stronger atheism yeah where it's just like you know you can you can chase after all these different ideas and stuff but at the end of the day it's words about words about words so let me ask you what when your when your faith was failing um and you found yourself like quite you pro- i mean i would assume it probably started by just questioning doctrinal mm-hmm. stuff right, right yeah um, and then did you let go? At, was there a point where you like, okay, none of the doctrines true, but a God still exists. Did you find yourself in that position no. or once you lost the doctrine, you lost God with it? Yep. Yeah. 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 I mean, cause like it, it's, well, a lot of people will go like pagan or, you know, that they, they will sure. keep, they will keep the spiritists. Yeah. I never had like that a soul. Yeah. I never had that desire. It wasn't like, cause like when I was reading about religion as a, as a teenager, to me, it was more like, I don't understand this. What oh, like why we're here. No. Why do people do this? Why do people do religion? <laughs> oh, so you weren't at, you weren't. Tr- I wasn't seeking necessarily. Uh, the like an answer for like why we exist or yeah things like that. Oh, yeah. interesting. That interesting. wasn't until, yeah. It wasn't until I got on. You just wanted like empirical knowledge of like, well, what do these people believe? And, and yeah. okay, what do these people believe? And uh-huh. also, did you? I guess did you see like, well, shit. Most people believe in some religion. Yeah, I yeah, read about was... all these. One of them's got to be true, right? Because, like, to me, like the southern the Southern Baptists uh, that I grew up with, it's like, well, that's that's bullshit. Like, they just say shit and don't do it, and like, wh- yeah. what is the use in any of that? Right. Um. Yeah, I think there was just like a process of elimination where uh, it was obviously biased by you know growing up around mostly Christians, but this process of elimination 
where there are only two Christian churches that claim to be the church. It's Catholicism yeah. and Mormonism. Right. Uh, and I knew enough about Catholicism to be like, nope. Um, right. But Mormons seem cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. Okay. I get it now. Yeah. See, I, I, I thought it was like probably like, like, because for me, I was just raised, like you said, you're raised around Christians. Right. Mm-hmm. You're told that God exists. You pray when you go to bed. Like that's for, for me, you know, we yeah. said our mm-hmm. prayers. Right. Um, and, and I never even thought to question it. Right. Santa became not real. But, mm-hmm. but, but the other thing that I was told to also believe, I never questioned. Like, right. it, I just assumed it was there, right? Yeah. Everybody, I never, I, dude, I, I didn't hear the word atheist until I was in college. Wow. Okay. You know, and, and it, it just, it just didn't come up. Yeah. And, and it's not like I ever, like, we didn't go to church all the time. We would go every Christmas. We'd go to right. church Easter's. Yeah. Um. I would go a lot with my friends because that's where we hung out. And dude, after church gets out, the Sunday afternoon, like kid time, mm-hmm. is the fucking best it time is. in the world right. when everybody yeah. runs around and all the adults are in there still talking and chin wagging, and you're mm-hmm. just being kids running around the church and uh-huh. playing tag or hiding. You know, like that. Hide was and all- seek for sure, right? I mean, I, I was never red, a kid there. Go, but- red Rover. Sure, that sounds great. I mean, you, you know, that was like that was to me. That was like that was what was be, being religious meant. I mm-hmm. I never read the Bible. I didn't do any of that stuff. I would hear, we'd go in and sit in the pews, and they would give a sermon and like open a page, and I would just hold it open. I'd never read it, right? You know, and so none of it. And then I got, for whatever reason, I was just like. It was funny. I watched uh, Brian Cox, the the astrophysicist, mm-hmm. on some show, right? Just on some show, and he made a point of this is how the the universe began. Okay, you know we have all this evidence pointing to the Big Bang, and obviously I'd heard about it, but I instantly thought, wait, that's how it began for mm-hmm. the first time in my life. I'm like, no, I then where's God fit in? Right. I was like, it was just an epiphany. I was like, wait, holy shit. And so I just like Googled, Mm -hmm. how did the fucking universe begin? Right. Or did God create the universe or, Mm -hmm. you know, something like that. And I don't know if you've heard of, have you ever heard of the atheist experience? No. It's, (laughs) it's a, it's a, the, 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 uh, atheist community of Austin Mm -hmm. is, one of the largest atheist communities in the country. Okay. Um, and they have, they've been, it's, it's been on the air for like 20 fucking years mm-hmm. on YouTube, a live call-in show every Sunday where atheists sit there and Christians call in and talk about why they believe in God. Mm-hmm. And they answer the questions and have live communications with call with people. Okay. Every, every, every person you've ever met at a grocery store in your hometown calls mm-hmm. into the show i mean those are the people who call in yeah the, the people i you know no defense for why they believe and that's why it's interesting you took the path of like no i want to learn everything about this to justify right. my belief i just fucking believed it and and it was like yeah and then as soon as <laughs> as soon as like you said the information no longer fit mm-hmm. as as soon as 
I I had no justification. In fact, right. I had a lot of counter evidence. Mm-hmm. Then it was just impossible. My brain, I had no choice. My yeah. brain flipped a switch and God just didn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't, I lack the belief. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel the same way. Like it really was just like, yeah, there's no evidence for it. Like the only evidence from, for me of a God would be, we do know uh, all the way back to the big bang down to the, the, the plank right. moment. Yeah. yeah. What happened? Yeah. We don't know why. Right. Um, we don't know what initiated it. We just yeah. don't know. Uh, and, and, and ev- that, that's when even science becomes a faith because you don't know, but well, you believe you can figure it out. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Sure. I, I, I don't think that. Yeah. And I guess the difference in that is mm. scientists go, we don't know what happened before, but we, we'll, we're working on it. <laughs> right. Right. But we don't know. And the 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 Christians or the faith the mm-hmm. the religious go ah oh, we that do. was God yeah boom put it there uh-huh. you but know, God is always the unknown it's the God of the gaps yeah uh-huh. yeah you know <laughs> it's it, it is just God of the gaps yep. and and we are filling the gaps with science there right. are no there are no gaps being filled by mm-hmm. any religious right. doctrine yeah like they can't they don't have no explanatory power and so it was all these revelations that's that's interesting and and so wow. That's cool, man. And yeah. so, and so you were out. So, how long were you in the church total? Uh, a decade, ten whole years. Yeah. <sighs> so, yeah. so you can So, let me. Okay, now that I have two questions, this is kind of one. How fervent in your actions uh-huh. were you? Because you said you got married Extreme. in the temple, so you went. So, so you cut out caffeine. Yeah. You cut out uh, all. Wow. Okay. Porn, masturbating, all that shit. Which, uh, you know, wasn't hard. I, like, to me, it's like, if, if, if thing A is true, and that means B, then, like, who the fuck am I to get in between A and B? Like, my yeah. brain just goes, oh, I'm not supposed to drink? Okay. Not supposed to have caffeine? All right. That's going to make it better somehow. If, yeah. if the world is bettered yeah. by me doing that, I'll do it. And so, like... Yeah, there was no like there was no like real debate or anything. So in my head. so that's I, I find it really interesting that you just said that you framed it that way, um, because it's it is I've literally never heard another person who is or was religious when they're talking about their their uh, beholdment to to the law like like let me like i hate Mm -hmm. the westboro baptist church (laughs) yeah Uh but yeah they are the most two christians out there (laughs) okay all other faiths go no they're crazy but they follow every fucking rule that god gave for them Mm -hmm. and and that's what actual christianity looks like when you follow every rule Mm -hmm. all of the men it it has to be because right. that's what the book is, yep. you know, um, and and so. But when I find that people, you know, when when they're justifying, either during or post, you know, their commitment to it, mm-hmm. um, it's always about personal salvation, mm-hmm. and and it doesn't seem like you ever framed it that way either. You thought you no. were, you thought you were doing 
like you you literally framed it as doing good for the the world in right. you acting this way. well yeah that i mean that in my in my mind the i mean because 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 the mormons that i grew up with mm-hmm. the people i would spend yeah it's all about of high school salvation with, and yeah. they wanted <laughs> the dad was a mormon because he like ever believed they would all be united as a family right in their afterlife and he'd in, be in charge he'd be in charge mm-hmm. in his heaven and mm-hmm. and they would spend the entire rest of their eternity riding snow machines in the snow together and that was what he that's why he was a mormon and right. i heard it all the time mm-hmm. we're gonna get our planet like like mm-hmm. literally like uh-huh. you know well, that was interesting to me. That idea was very much but like that wasn't your no. goal in being in the faith. No, no, no. My, my that's so that's so humanist of it. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I think my <laughs> general goal in life is to well, better the world and not, as it not make it worse. Yeah. I think it's an ought. I don't think it's yeah. an it. Like, yeah. yeah, but interesting. And so, and so, Mormonism for you was your vehicle for doing the best amount of good, right? right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, and not burning. Right. Forever. Well, I mean, not being not Mormons don't really believe in hell. Not not so, hell, yeah, but yeah. but uh, withdrawnness. Yeah, that was definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was definitely one of the draws for me, though. Is discommun- the fact that not di- believing in hell, because to me, if if you believe in hell, you, I mean, your heart is rotten. <laughs> what is wrong with you that you need that? That you need people or that to go the God that. you believe in needed? Yeah, that. yeah. It's yeah. It's crazy. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree too. Hell is, hell is like, uh, it is contrived to think that it's just right, and it's so crazy that the you when you read descriptions of hell throughout time, it's like, the, well, Dante, why is that in Dante fucked it up? Right, Dante <laughs> fucked it up. Okay, hell yes, he before did. when they talk about Bible, when they talk about hell yeah. in the Old Testament. They use the word Sheol. Sheol, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Sheol is literally a place that that existed where they would burn trash. It was a right. actual trash above heap. ground trash mm-hmm. heap mm-hmm. that they would burn. Mm-hmm. And they would just say, No, you're gonna end up in Sheol. And they were they they when they were writing this text out, like that everybody thinks they're talking about Sheol is like under, you know, the right. lake of fire. Mm-hmm. No, they were talking about just a trash heap. Right outside of our yeah. wall, our city wall. You is know weird. that stinky, burning mess out there that you don't want to go near because it looks so gross? That's where you go. Yeah. If you're bad. And and it was turned into. Yeah. The- but it, it was always about the worst thing you can imagine. Right. And then the Catholic Church got a hold of it. And we find out what the worst things they can imagine are. And boy. <sighs> Yeah, ninth it's fucking insane. Ninth through twelfth century Catholicism. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it rivals the most inhumane torture right. probably ever mm-hmm. existed. I yeah. mean, Genghis Khan was a bad dude, right? <laughs> but you know, Vlad the Impaler, bad right, dude, right? right? Yes, <laughs> Romans, <laughs> right? And then you had the the Crusades, man. Jesus. And Man. and and it's it is astronomical the life lost. Yeah. Yeah, and they you know, and it, it and was, it was it was good. It was joyous and happy that you were doing these horrible horrific well, things. Well, you know what's you know I and not comparing them. This isn't mm. apples to apples. But 
your personal reason for when you were a Mormon, because mm-hmm. you thought you were doing the most good for everybody, mm-hmm. is the exact justification right. they used <laughs> for the Crusades. Right, right, right. So you can overlook murder and things like you know, that, yeah, or and, torture. And that's the perniciousness mm-hmm. of all of it. Yeah, that, it is. You know. It is. Um, wow, I'm glad you made it out, man. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm glad you made me it out. Me too. Do you, can, I, can I ask... Um, and and if it's too personal, uh, don't do you, do you do you feel bad about being on a mission now? Yeah, I mean, yes and no. Um, I I was a an interesting missionary uh, in that I I was really dedicated to learning Russian and speaking Russian all the time, and also to me, uh, th- uh if. If the gospel's true, then you'd never shut up about it. Right. So I that was to me it was learning to communicate with Russians culturally and and linguistically, and learning how to tell them this stuff that's so fucking important. Uh, and so I was hyper focused and. And it, it, your yeah. brain was probably loving all of the knowledge coming yeah, in. Yeah, absolutely. Just, you know, yeah, like, so it's just telling – it's a feedback loop where it's like this is good because you feel good because you're yeah. learning, you know, 20 Russian words a day or whatever. Like, And every time you talk with someone, it's a little easier. You're finding right, – yeah. you know, it, things are moving in, yeah. a, in, a, in a positive direction. People start not asking you where you're from the first thing you say. It's uh, like well into the conversation where they're finally they're like, like hold on. You're not from here. Right. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. That sort of stuff was like, yeah, it was rewarding. So for me, like, well, okay, I feel like those it, are the benefits, but yeah. you were at the same time, you were, we were, you we were, were doing God's work, right? I well, mean, yeah, that's what we were supposed to be doing. But like, it was so much of what we were actually doing because the uh, LDS church is so tiny there. A lot of what I did because I, I spoke Russian really well and, and happened to have like a lot of good. Uh, relationships with, with uh, the members, I was in a lot of the like functionary roles of the church. Oh, so wow. I, by the second half of my mission, I wasn't doing a ton of actually teaching stuff. I was doing like accounting and shit. <laughs> um, um, did you, okay? Because because another thing I heard is a lot of people, and I and it's never talked about outside. Like this is something I feel like is kept in the Mormon church pretty securely. They're pretty good, well about mm-hmm. keeping a lot of the. Like the the actual horror stories right. of like, you know they they don't really make sure you you have money to eat food all the time or things <laughs> well, like. Did, were you in that position? I was I was lucky to um uh, a, a member of the church actually sponsored my mission. Oh, good. Um, he he was a, he's a dentist. He well off, and uh, so I yeah, and and you know my my family sent me money and stuff, so I was okay. Um, and luckily, also the with the conversion rate in Russia, the money that we had went further and, oh, yeah. and whatnot. Sure. But yeah, it, it is it is yeah, especially in in certain areas, missionaries can be in really bad conditions. And like it's you're talking about nineteen, eighteen, and nineteen year olds. Yeah, yeah. You were lucky. You were a little older when you. Yeah, were, yeah. I was yeah. I was twenty two when I when I left for my mission, and <laughs> it is crazy how in in the in that microcosm of a world, the 19-year-old seeing a 22-year-old thought, like, I was older yeah. like, and, and somehow more world-wise in well, some way. Also, the name Elder helps, right? <laughs> it sure does. The yeah. name Elder. Elder. But it, in Russian, it, it was weird. 
well, it's weird in English. It's, we- it's yeah. weird in, in any language, but in Russian, like, we, you know, we introduce ourselves. Do you still speak Russian? Do you uh, still remember? I, I, oh. I absolutely do. I can. I don't get too much, but here in Portland, there's actually a pretty big Russian-speaking community. Yes, there so is. There's a Russian uh, grocery store not far from my house. I keep meaning to just pop in there, pick up some old stuff that I used to eat, and just speak some Russian. What if I told you me and my buddy have this script we're working on and we need <laughs> is it written russian <laughs> well we need a russian translation oh okay like like words translated into russian to figure Could out I just absolutely. like what it would sound like right 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 yeah that's amazing mm-hmm. okay yeah. fuck man it, it is one of those things where every time we're watching something uh and someone speaks russian either emily or anna will just turn to me and be like what'd they say was it good did he speak good <laughs> In, in Alaska, we have a large Orthodox Russian community. Uh-huh. Um, super, like, like, yeah. like, just old school Catholic yeah, yeah. Orthodox. Yeah, the Russian Orthodox Church is fucking wild. Oh we, yeah, <laughs> they have icons for everything. They have yep. one for alcoholism, and I'm not kidding you. It's baby Jesus climbing out of a wine cup. But also, their baby Jesus is the man baby. So oh, he has a beard still. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Speaking of baby Jesus, did you know? Did you know in South America, in it, uh, most like the, they have Santa. They know mm-hmm. what Santa is. Yeah. But to South American Christians, Catholics, mm-hmm. Santa is an American invention. Mm-hmm. And baby Jesus delivers your presents every Christmas. Huh. Baby Jesus goes around the to the The baby him, not not the, adult. No, Jesus. The, the literal incarnation of baby like this is what huh. this is this is what everyone down there believes. They go That's interesting. And then when they go, Oh, why does Santa exist? <laughs> Santa is who helps baby Jesus go to the places where there's snow. So the places where there's snow, Santa gives them the presents, and baby Jesus okay. gives presents to the rest of the planet. I mean, listen, so, that mythology's fun, at least. Well, <laughs> yes, it's insane. It's insane. But here's the thing. Here's what blew my fucking mind about this. Is, <laughs> okay. Is hundreds of millions of people mm-hmm. are raised believing that baby Jesus delivers them presents every year because they get presents because they celebrate Christmas. The, the parents are giving them their the presents. Mm-hmm. So the parents know that baby Jesus does not come <laughs> give you, right? Every fucking parent knows, knows that, right. that no baby Jesus is actually delivering right. presents. But they're telling their... And then every kid learns that, oh my God, I was lied about baby Jesus. Baby Jesus doesn't exist. Baby <laughs> Jesus doesn't come give me presents. And they have this revelation that Holy baby shit, Jesus isn't real. Exist. But you still believe in the rest of it, and you still teach your kids baby Jesus right. is real. <laughs> what a fun tradition Isn't that would that... be mind-blowing as a kid. <laughs> the dissonance every person lives with. Like, Santa's a far fucking fetch. Right. But baby, the baby. The, the literal baby Jesus. Baby Jesus. Six pound, deliver- eight ounce baby Jesus. I got an Xbox for Christmas. Thanks, baby Jesus. <laughs> Oh shit, I got a Tesla for Christmas. Thanks, baby Jesus. 
He's just like, goo goo gaga, like carrying a bunch of presents. Like, okay. Or like, baby Jesus slides down a chimney, thunk, and then like snaps his fingers and the presents pop up. Or like, okay. like, and then if baby Jesus has the power to get them, why does he have to go to the houses? Why can't baby Jesus just snap his fingers from heaven and presents just poof in every good, house, that's right? A great question. No, but he, no, baby Jesus comes in everybody's houses. He comes all oh, over. This is the thing house. baby Jesus yeah. does. He just comes everywhere. Yeah. He comes everywhere with uh-huh. presents. So you're not mad about the cum. No, yeah, you're not too worried. Oh, a little baby cum. No, no worries about that. Uh, yeah. Because we got and, presents. And it's Jesus cum. <laughs> it's Jesus cum. It's probably you good know, for you. It's, yeah. <laughs> purifies your house no more evil right. spirits better than sage 100 yeah, times perfect. better than sage yeah yeah that's wild i heard <laughs> when i learned that i was like no yeah yeah no that's they crazy that. that's, i did i did not know that me no. neither wow. me neither and right. and and santa still exists but only for snow that is inter wow well okay yeah because they're south of the equator so right. yeah christmas is it's during the summer huh that is interesting yeah i like it it's mu- it's it's actually like I really need the Santa cannon to be blown out more because it's, it's we, we, getting stale. It is. It yeah. is. I mean, uh, I like the idea of Santa as a murderer, as like, yeah. as like, as like yes. I mean, you know, wielding uh-huh. weapons and and fighting. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, Violent yeah. Night. That's a good one. I, yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fun. Yeah, I had a fun time with it too. Um, and I just need more of that. Yes, me too. Uh, I mean, and and you know where I blame it. Well, okay, were, were you a Weird Al fan? Yes. The night stand went crazy. Uh-huh. That mm-hmm. was one of my favorite fucking. I I yeah. loved it because of how dark and morbid and like weird. I would do that, man. He, he would, would get sneak fucking him dark. In there. Yeah, uh-huh. he was. Sneak- but what a great guy. He's yeah, like, I he's love like weird one Al. of my. He he's like on a big top list of yeah. like just like awesome genuinely yeah. people you should probably spend a little time looking up to. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Weird Al is one of them. Uh, I like Bill Murray a lot. He seems yep. to be a pretty good guy. Mm-hmm. Little crotchety. Probably has some views he doesn't talk about. That just he's an old white guy, man. <laughs> he is. But, that's uh, true. But he seems like a genuinely funny dude who mm-hmm. cares about humor probably more than anything. Right. I kind of respect that. Um, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're they're good people out there. Weird Al's up there on that list for me because I, I I think like you know you know I, you know he comes to Portland. Does he? And. He will, he's came, since I've lived here in like the last nine years, he's probably come here two or three different times and he will not announce he's coming mm-hmm. and he'll just show up on a street with a piano uh-huh. and sit down and play a concert on a sidewalk somewhere in Portland for 45 minutes or an hour and then leave the piano there and go. That's awesome. What? Yeah, what yeah, cool yeah. I, dude. I'll, I'll sit here and, and friends are on Instagram. We just saw Weird Al, and he's just on the fucking sidewalk with a little fucking upright piano, uh-huh. just playing. You know, yeah, doing a fucking show, man. Yeah, no, I I grew up with Weird Al, like me too. The cassettes, my brother. I the first one that I remember, I think it, Bad Hair Day was mine. I think it may have been. It's the oh fuck! It's the one. That had Yoda on it. Running with scissors? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And and after that, yeah, every time a new Weird Al album would come out, we'd get it. But yeah, and then like he, I'm a huge comedy Bang Bang fan, and oh, he yeah. was on the show several times, and it kind of just reminded me like, oh yeah, Weird Al's cool, well, and, and then, then and he then, became the band leader for their sh- the show. And, and then you awesome. had, yeah, and then not only that, but then you had the Weird Al show. Yeah, he had yes, his own show uh-huh. in the 90s, he UHF. Did. UHF who, was awesome. Uh-huh. Who doesn't love... I mean, UHF was so good. It's yeah. It still holds up. I don't yeah. know when the last time you saw it was, but it's it, been a while. But 
in Mailman. Yeah, it's, last time I saw it, I was well, like, this that's is the awesome. thing. It's pure comedy. And yeah. with the mind of him, like he wanted Just silly. To, yeah. yeah. Did you see the the uh, new Weird Al Yankovic story with Daniel Radcliffe? Not yet. I am so excited to watch it, but we just haven't found the time yet. If if you're half of what you just described yourself as a Weird <laughs> right? Al fan, you're gonna love it. It will warm. Yeah. It feels like, I mean, it is. It is. It is UHF. Yeah. Through his origin story. That's like, awesome. Like it, it. Every. I can't. I can't spoil it for you. But okay. It is, yeah. It is. Yeah. I, dude, it's amazing. And Daniel Radcliffe. He's does, awesome, right? Yeah. Did you know that he learned? He spent six months before filming learning learning accordion. the accordion. That's crazy. And he got private lessons from Al. That's awesome. Because he cared. He cared that when they were doing the songs, that his fingers were it on the right, right keys. Yeah. Uh-huh. And and even Weird Al said in an interview, he goes, even I said, no, you don't have to do that. He goes, yes, I do. <laughs> like, I have to do yeah. this, you know. Uh, but but Radcliffe is like ripped now. Oh, is he? Yeah. Wow. And and so if you, in UHF when he was Rambo, yeah, uh-huh. and wore the thing, and uh-huh. and he always makes himself like buff in uh-huh. all of his stuff, and now you had like the buff version yeah. of him. Oh, dude, it's just really interesting too, because like I remember years ago him on Comedy Bang Bang, I think it may have been the first time he was on. They were talking about like if they ever did a behind the music about him, how boring it would be, <laughs> and I think he said something like, "Yeah, it would have to be fake." Yeah, uh, and so like it, it's real interesting to then see that come to fruition, like. It'd be fake, and it is, and then people are loving it. I'm I'm oh. very excited to watch it. I've, I, yeah, I I think I've watched it three times now. Yeah, that's cool. Plus, you get the music, man. Like, yeah, like you get yeah. all the good songs. He wrote a new song just for the movie. Oh, that's cool. I'm excited. I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah, man. It's it's fucking good. It's fucking good. How? Oh, that. <sighs> I am proud of myself today. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I only messed up once in two hours. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's, that's a good record for me. Way to go. All right. These are called hypotheticals. Okay. And I'm going to pull out a couple and just have you pick one okay. of those. All right. Body versus mind, it says okay. here. I'll read it to you. Okay. All right. You are given a choice between two rewards. Mm-hmm. The first reward is to be twice as intelligent as you are right now. Mm-hmm. You will be able to read twice as fast and remember twice as much. The size okay. of your cab- vocabulary will double and you'll be mm. able to solve intellectual problems twice your current aptitude. Okay. The second reward is that you will never again feel sick, even when you are. No. And you can always be whatever weight you want, regardless of what you eat or how little you exercise. You can simply imagine the body you would like to have, and this weight you will magically become. Oh. Which which reward do you choose? Uh, the body one, <laughs> for sure. Um, intelligence is misery at a certain point. And <laughs> do you really believe that? I do. Yeah, I think I think the more that we we know about ourselves, the more we realize. How unimportant we are, and then we go back through the wool that makes us so important. But then think, we go back through well to whom? <laughs> do you think that? Do you think then it statistically follows that as you go up in aptitude, you become like like you could you could measure this in real world right now and mm-hmm. find that all the smart people are miserable? I th- I don't know that that's true. I I think maybe as someone who is not as intelligent as, as them, um, 
maybe I can't see something. Maybe if I was that intelligent, I would see something different yeah, well, and be like, wow, okay. Here's here's the way I was. it was explained to me is uh, the more granular mm-hmm. you can look at something, yeah. the more amazing it becomes. True. Yeah. Um, when you understand that a flower is not only just a pretty color and it smells nice, yeah. but it is spewing out pheromones on the UV right. spectrum, and and it has stripes mm-hmm. that we can't see with our naked eye that right. that only the bugs that evolved to eat those flowers can see. Right. And there's this whole world going on, and and you can go any direction you want. Yeah. In anything about any part of our world, outer space. Psych- uh, philosophy, yeah. psychology, the how the brain works, neurons, yeah, chemistry. But then, don't you? D- doesn't that deeper appreciation make all the things that are happening around that even worse? Like appreciating nature and seeing that it is dying makes it well, far worse. Well, okay, but it doesn't. Here's the thing, though, because nature is dying. Yeah only makes the stuff we still have more valuable and ought to be preserved okay. and studied before we lose it. So, yeah. so yeah, we're losing it at a way faster rate than we would love to. We would love to have right. uh, the beginning of a mass extinction not happening right mm-hmm. now. And we don't want to be losing more fauna than, than is, than we have. We're, we're losing species of bugs and yeah. microbes in the Amazon amazon uh-huh. that we've never even found yet and they're already extinct yep. and they were alive for us to study right and yep. they could have provided like but what we have is becoming more precious yeah and and ought be revered more. Mm-hmm. you know to learn that flowers are doing all this amazing stuff i truly care more about flowers because yeah. i know that they're not just pink they're tiger right. striped and they're producing UV rays. Yeah. And, and like, you know, that is, fu- I can look at it and I am seeing, you know, uh, lily put. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and there is a world happening right, on right. that, 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 you know, I often spend time thinking about the parties that the colonies of bacteria that live on my skin throw. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they do, you know, like, yeah. like they're, they're living here and they're having a good time. Sometimes I scrub too hard and another dead skin cell boys. <laughs> All right. You know, <laughs> Kager yeah. over at Billy's house. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and I, I think that there's wonder and, and the creeping part is nihilism. Yeah. With knowledge, nihilism is really easy. It is. Because nihilism is Nihilism is knowledge plus no motive, no internal compass. Right. You know, if if you feel directionless, yeah. the world will feel hopeless. Yeah. And and I think it's just about the application of knowledge. Yeah. And and I mean, beauty matters. We all we all love beauty. We do. We we like to live in a beautiful world and own beautiful things and to us. Yeah. Right. Um and <laughs> there is there is truth when it's like it's in the eye of the beholder right but the stoics would say marcus aurelius mm-hmm. would would argue that the thing the flower the mm-hmm. the, the painting right that isn't beautiful uh-huh it does not hold beauty 
it is not a thing to give you right. that feeling of ad- admiration. It's not supposed to make – it does not make you happy. Mm-hmm. You are allowing yourself to be present in the perimeter of something and tapping into happiness. Hmm. Happiness, like, happiness is like radio waves. Okay. Think, you know, pleasure, mm-hmm. joy, all you just of this. tune into it. And it's it's about actually tuning out the negativity right. that you also create in your brain. Allows you to be in present of, just just be in the happiness. Yeah. You know, but it's not something to seek. <laughs> because if you're seeking it, you're devaluing it. Right. If you think it is something to attain... Because you're better off having it than not, yeah. you will never attain what you want and you will always be unhappy with what you do have. Yeah. This- you know, so it's the trap of want yeah. versus just being in it. And so being in the world like that, allow allowing things to exist and you be in the presence of them allows you to just find the be in the beauty that is there. Right. Without, and it's not giving, you know, you're doing it. Yeah. And that's kind of how I I live and that's why I, I find hope. Mm-hmm. You know, I believe in something bigger than myself. Yeah. It's not God. It's all of humanity. Yeah. We're, we're all pretty amazing. You know, and yeah. I believe, I truly believe in us. I believe that we're as much as shit looks bad, very, we're, we're on a better trend. Mm-hmm. We are making progress. People who never had voices now do. Mm-hmm. And they're not being actual, they're not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I was going to say they're not being killed for it, but they are. Uh, they are. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's, uh, let's say this. <laughs> People aren't putting on their Sunday best yeah. to go to the town square to watch that murder happen right. anymore. Yeah. Right. Uh, voices are being allowed to be said. Yeah. And, and they never were before. And I don't know. I believe in it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's definitely benefits then to doubling your intelligence. Uh, but for me, uh, not feeling pain, <sighs> not being sick, not being sick. Uh, yeah, as I'm, I'm 41. Uh, there's, I, there's just pain. There's just stuff that creeps in, and dude, and it sucks. And uh, yeah, I, I mean, I work out, uh, but it would be great to not have to worry about my diet at all. Yeah. To just be able to drink beer all the time. Oh, man. That'd be amazing. And also, I love working out. Um, I But to be able to just determine what my body looks like by thinking it, fucking great, too. Yeah. Well, uh, well, we, we we do have to live with our ego. I know, yeah. You know, yeah. And and I'm a I'm trapped by it. You yeah. Know, I I try to escape it, but yeah. it it it's firm. It's a grasp. Yeah. Well, I've always also like I just grew up with wrestling and action movies, and uh, I like Fucking my Arnold. Dude. Yeah, my little kid brain was like, oh, that's that's adult. When you're an adult, that's when you're an adult man. You look like that. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so my little kid brain still says like. Why, you don't look anything like Hulk Hogan. You might want to work on that, <laughs> dude. I I do the same thing. I I do the same thing. In fact, I'm I'm addicted to professional bodybuilding. Right. I I I mm. watch it as the sport it is. Hmm, okay. Like like it and they're athletes and they're training hard. Yeah, and, no, they're and, working and, their asses off. You know and and it. You're right. It itches that twelve mm-hmm. year old watching Van Dam. Yeah. 
be ripped or yeah. Schwarzenegger hop out of a fucking helicopter. Dude, I never can get fucking Predator when him and fucking what's his nuts? Uh Jesse Ventura. Or no, no, oh, no, uh, no Carl, in the beginning, Carl Weathers. Ca- yeah, Carl yeah. Weathers. When <laughs> Sorry, him and Carl yeah. Weathers handshake and the biceps uh-huh. and they're greeting each yeah. other and they're ho- like that it's fucking perfect. Like, yeah. I I would I would make my friends mm-hmm. like, hey man, when we greet each other, we do, <laughs> do this the, yeah, and we say what's up thing. and we look at each other and we both flex. <laughs> and I was like, I like that's how we got to do it every yeah. time, you know. I would make my fr- like that. You're right. Mm-hmm. So I think that is true. It, it, it just yeah, and and like I mean, I am, but I, I am I obsessive feel, about yeah, working yeah. out because like I, I not obsessive, uh, but I I love it and I I need it in my life. Yeah. Like I. I was on the quest to deadlift 425 times because Patrick Wilson did it. Patrick Wilson, the guy from yes. The Conjuring yes. and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I just thought it was a fun 420 little, for five is good. Yeah. Like, I, I just thought it would be a fun little uh, trip. And I got 420. Um, and then I injured my uh, back. Mm. Um, and so, recovering from that. And thinking back and being like, well, that was a fun goal. And yeah, I got 420 and whatever. But the the pain that it eventually caused and the amount of time out of the gym and like just all that stuff. Like I, I lost sight of why I liked, why I like deadlifting or, yeah. or, or weight, weightlifting in general. And it's not to like reach a goal. It's to just see the number go up. Right. You, you don't have to, because to me, I'm not a goal setter when it comes to weightlifting. I'm not a like. I, this was my first time trying to do that, and the result was hurting, hurting myself. Yeah. yeah. So if I if I could just never be in pain again and just go and fucking uh you know deadlift 420 but the problem there being uh, it said that I, I would still get sick so, I, so i'm guessing i would still actually have hurt the muscle yeah you just wouldn't feel it i just wouldn't feel it so that's not a positive but you would look just like you were like yeah. you wanted to yeah yeah that's a difficult an- question to answer but yeah i'm gonna go with body for sure yeah yeah i uh <laughs> I probably would too. Yeah, I, I've I've always been a fucking beanpole, and and, and trust me. Yeah, I try. <laughs> I eat so much. Yeah. I've eaten. <clears throat> this is no lie. Uh-huh. Two weeks ago, we went to Costco, mm-hmm. and Costco has cream cheese danishes. Okay, yeah, I know about these, and they're delicious. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. And they had two for seven dollars, mm-hmm. so we had to buy two of because course. it was seven dollars for yeah. two. Mm-hmm. And so we brought those home, and then we forgot something at the store, so we ran up to Fred Meyer's real quick, mm-hmm. and we're walking through, and I saw lemon bars, and I was like, "Well, those Danishes aren't <laughs> lemon. <laughs> you got a various dessert." So I bought the I bought the lemon bars, uh-huh. and then, uh. My girlfriend bought chocolate cake. Okay, perfect. And so I came back and I took Oh, and I and I had made french toast that day and I did lemon french toast. Mm-hmm. So I, I zested a lemon, put it in with the egg wash, Great. dunked my bread so we had a nice lemon and then I made I took raspberries and some more lemon zest and lemon juice pureed that down through some sugar in there and mm-hmm. made like a nice raspberry Fuck compote yeah. for mm-hmm. the top of the french toast yep. 
lemon zest throughout. Oh, it was great. And I still had some of that raspberry compote left because I made way too much for only six pieces of French toast. And so I, throughout the day, I had already eaten two Danishes that day. Mm-hmm. One on the drive. I mean, as soon as we were in the car, I opened that package and ate one on the drive home. Mm-hmm. Ate another one that night. And she goes, you're having two? I went, yeah, I'm having two. <laughs> and then after dinner, I took a piece of lemon, my lemon thing, put mm-hmm. a piece of chocolate cake on it, put another piece of lemon on top of it, and made a chocolate cake lemon sandwich. <laughs> Drizzled that in raspberry compote. in Ranperry's raspberry compote and ate all of that. I mean, it sounds fucking awesome. It was it was so good. <laughs> and in that week, uh-huh. I ate all eight Danishes, uh-huh. the entire thing of lemon. And half of her chocolate cake in one week. Uh-huh. That's a, that's and a ton. And I hated myself for it. I yeah. was, you know, ever, but I powerless. Mm-hmm. Powerless in my gluttony. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I. Because it was delicious. I, I mean. could see myself doing that. I would gain 35 pounds somehow. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't. I just felt sick. Yeah. But, but uh, and it's not like I'm trying. I just can't. It, yeah, uh, no. But. I understand. But. I'm worried about the the day. I'm 36. Right. And so I'm like, I'm already starting to feel sore when I didn't used to feel right. sore. And I know it's creeping up and the hair's gone. <laughs> and I'm like, well, fuck, when am I going to not be able to do this? Right. So that's like the motivation. I eat, I, I actually eat healthy. Like, oh, yeah. like, like I really do. I, I intermittent fast and, and, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, we, we cook everything at home and we're, limit our portions and yeah we, we use hello fresh and so that actually okay. like, truly helps mm. on like they don't send you a lot of food and at first i was like these aren't that and i was like oh no i don't need to eat three servings of rice <laughs> for dinner yeah you know to me a dinner is a full plate of food right yes the, the whole plate is uh-huh. full I know. of food i know that mentality you know and no it doesn't need to be it doesn't yeah and and that was a learning curve um but then dessert man Ugh. that is my weakness my weakness forever and always will be sugar yeah. uh and beer sugar and beer <laughs> beer is sugar yeah beer is sugar <laughs> and it's so good so we want hop <laughs> we, we want hoppy carbonated sugar or uh yeah you know sugar sugar <laughs> yeah I, yeah i'm a fucking i actually just made some no-bake cookies last oh. night like i i i have the unfortunate situation where I will get a craving. I'll mention that craving. And then I have two other people saying, oh, that sounds good. And I can make it. So I have to go do it now because I've just told two people it might happen. Yeah. 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 You know, I I love the question when you're sitting there and you're on the couch and you're like, should I make cookies? (laughs) Yep. You just ask yourself that question and, and you say it out loud and someone else goes, cookies? Yeah. Yeah, that's well, how I, I think we should make cookies. I also have that that fucking brain that I have to perfect recipes. So I will make it yeah. a million times. So I recently went through chocolate, well, not just chocolate chips, but a cookie phase where like I was like I was like figuring out like okay, I'm going to brown the butter. Ooh. You need to use this much brown sugar and this and then just a little bit of maple syrup and did, then like Did you even go into like different butters? Oh yeah, yeah, uh huh, yeah. I use an Irish butter, a browned <laughs> Irish butter. You can't. <coughs> Good I man. mean, you can you can do. Did you ever try to make your own butter? 
<laughs> it is on the list of things I'm going to do. Because I, it also, then you get buttermilk, and I'm also, I'm also obsessive about my biscuits. I oh, make biscuits and buttermilk like, biscuits. Yes, from from the top, from the rice cream off of your <laughs> butter, you homemade. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh. Yeah. So yeah, no, I got so obsessed, and then like it was like, okay, okay, my wife likes milk chocolate, um, chocolate chips, but I like bittersweet chocolate chips. How many bittersweet chocolate chips can I sneak in there before she notices? And then it's like. Oh, shit. Also, peanut butter chips would be good in here. And then it's like, fucking potato chips. So, like, I make these cookies that are brown butter. <laughs> they have a little cinnamon, a little nutmeg, uh, a, a bittersweet chocolate, milk chocolate, peanut butter, and uh, potato chips. And what they, potato chips? Uh, I, I like to use the wavy Lay's. Because for me, for me, the crunch is still there. Oh. And you want the crunch. Yeah, you have yeah. to. It is the texture breakup of the soft cookie, right. right? God, it's so fucking good. Like, now that I'm thinking about them, I'm like, I'm going to go home and make well, this. Well, that's, that's a ham sandwich with Pringles on it. Yes. Because absolutely. you have the soft ham and cheese yes. sandwich, only two pieces of white bread, soft ham, soft cheese, mayo, mustard, and chips. Yeah. And it's crunchy and soft at the same time. Let me tell you about a, a PB&J with potato chips because it's the best <laughs> okay I, I have one also on the peanut butter level peanut butter and pickle sandwich okay i have tried that and it is good i was surprised the i love pickles i love pickles yeah. i love peanut butter and the crunch of mm -hmm. the pickle is a beautiful break it works yeah it works and so the only thing that is the, the variance on that is uh -huh. how much peanut butter to pickle ratio right because if you get too much peanut butter not mm -hmm. enough pickle it's dry yeah yeah I and see. if you put too much pickle then you got a lot of vinegar yeah and it's overpowering yeah. well it just it'll sog the, it could sog Ugh. the bread oh, yeah you don't you want get, that you, or or when you tip it up to bite it you get runs you, you probably need a, a paper towel uh <laughs> booster seat for it you got to do the guy fury hunch exactly with the pinkies out absolutely yeah. um mm -hmm. But yeah, a good peanut butter pickle sandwich is that nice texture breakup. Yeah, weird yeah. flavor palette. Okay, peanut uh, peanut butter jelly and chips and chips. Yeah, I at Bonnaroo one year, but like an original <laughs> original non flavored chip, right? Yeah, yeah, Just yeah, yeah. for the crunch. Okay, but uh, okay. So here's what here's what I was telling you at Bonnaroo one year we brought uh, baked Doritos and I put baked Doritos on and. It's fucking great. It's were you, great. Were you drunk when you ate it? Okay, I was Mormon at the time, so I was oh. sober as fuck. But ah. I don't know that it is because I my palate has shifted sure. from like my twenties to to now. Like yeah. I can taste things more subtly than I could then. So I'm not sure if it would be great, but I can't see how it wouldn't be. It was awesome. I because like, and we what we, what we discovered okay. also what? is that baked Doritos were they like nacho cheese better. Dorito? Were they yeah cool yeah nacho ranch? cheese? Okay, nacho cheese. Yeah, baked Doritos work better than the regular ones. Mm. <laughs> you got to get mean, into the science. I, oh, oh yeah, no, I'm 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 actually imagining the te the 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 texture difference of a yeah. baked. Yeah, because it's like, yeah, they're thinner and they kind of like shatter when you bite into they them. They shatter, but yeah. they have like a little more tensile strength. Right. Mm -hmm. Off the off the go. Yeah. Um, do you guys in Tennessee have Juanitas? They're... Oh, no, but I've had them here. They're okay, so fucking have. good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I, was, I was hoping to turn you on to some yeah, Juanitas. Yeah. Um, another thing about, uh, have you had Fire on the Mountain yet? No. What is that? Wings. Oh, shit. I love they, wings. They are... The, we literally had them for lunch today. Yeah, that was okay. our to-go boxes on uh -huh. our table, and there was fire on the mountain. Awesome. They are the best wings. There's a couple locations. There's one on Burnside. There's one on Fremont, and mm -hmm. then there's one here on Interstate. Okay. Um, 
They are fire on the mountain. Fire on the mountain. Okay. So so they they have twelve different sauces that they all make in house. Mm-hmm. They just get all farm raised, like not not super uh, hormone stuff. You know, mm-hmm. the, they're they're like chicken wings. They're yeah, small. Yeah. They're not fatty. They're right. just meat and um. And then you get the sauce, and if you like hot, they have hot. If you don't, they don't. They do. Yeah. They have three. I different, do like hot, but it doesn't like me. They have three different buffaloes. They all types of stuff. They do sandwiches and and salad. Like, mm-hmm. it, but their wings, dude. Got to check it out. They also have the best fried pickles. Oh, I love fried I've pickles. Ever have. They have the best fried dude, pickles I've ever fried had. Fried pickles are so good. And they have this. They have this like. Uh, uh, I don't, some like spicy mayo dip that comes with it. Mm-hmm. Not super spicy. It's not like killing right. it, but it just got a little heat to it and mm-hmm. it, and it paired. Oh, dude, I'm hungry <laughs> again for it. And I already ate 12 of those bitches today. That sounds I did. great. I, I pounded, I pounded 12 wings, Cajun tots and oh, we got onion rings instead of fried pickles today. And I, I did. I just, Oh, and that I'm sounds awesome. Again. Oh, it's, I tell you, dude, it's good. Um, yeah, there's some good shit around here. Yeah. Welcome to the Northwest. This, yeah, this, 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 you know, this communist hellscape that, that everyone tells you <laughs> it is. Dude, I, yeah, we, we, when because my wife got offered a job out here. And so we flew out here to look for apartments because, you know, it was a great offer. And I don't know, man, as soon as we started going around, I was like, this place is great. It, it just has like the, it has kind of the feel of Knoxville, but it's way bigger, but also everything is closer. Yeah. Like everything is so close, right? Um, well, and that's the interesting thing. Portland made in its like rules, yeah, that the city, the city area of Portland, is no longer allowed to expand out. Okay, they cannot take any more land that is non-house built and put houses on it. Great, they can only develop up or tear down and rebuild in that spot. Awesome. There is no more expansion of the mm-hmm. city happening, and so that's why it it is close because mm-hmm. everything is just packing in because they don't want to disrupt any of the land around it yeah we live in in southeast and like love it like every single time we look anything up i'm like oh is it far nothing is far like in knoxville (laughs) knoxville great city love it i mean the politics are terrible but we we would drive from our house to costco and it took 40 minutes yeah and that's not traffic that is just distance um it was it was a a hellscape honestly in that that sense but like yeah, here everything's close. You know, yeah, there's there's some things like you know from here it's a good thirty minutes to Hillsboro if you go out that sure. way. Or, um, but man, the Pacific's hour and a half away. Have you guys mm-hmm. been out to the coast yet? Not yet. No. Oh, you'll we love it. You'll well, love it. it's only been gray since we've been here, but yeah, we, I, I'm I'm well, excited well, for spring. I will tell you, yeah. spring is beautiful. Yeah, it does get a hundred in the summer here. <laughs> oh boy, it does. It, <laughs> you know, for whatever they say about global warming, it yeah. sure made it hot. Yeah. So uh, the summers get hot, but no humidity, man. Yeah, I have noticed that that does have a huge effect. Because, like, when we got here... You will sweat, but you won't be sticky. Right, yeah. I When we got here, also, because, like, the cold is different. It was, like, 40-something. I'm walking around in shorts and a, and a long sleeve shirt, and, and I'm feeling fine. Like, if it's 40-something in Tennessee, like, it's like this... Biting. Wet, cold, just grabbing on to yeah, you it's still sticking. like it's still 60 percent humidity yeah <laughs> yeah you know and here it's like oh it's 20 percent humidity yeah. and 40 degrees yeah it's mm-hmm. great yeah i'm yeah i'm excited i love super deluxe 
Oh we, yeah. We've had Super Deluxe several times. We lived near one and like we had one we had it the first time and we were just like fuck because we had had Burgerville and it was like meh. No. Yeah. Uh, okay, so here here's another one. Five guys. Five yeah. Five guys. Uh, you guys we, have we ha- yeah, we have okay, Knoxville. Cool. Um do you guys uh, have Killer Burger? Nope. Okay, go to Killer, Killer Burger. Killer Burger, okay. Go to Killer Burger. Yeah. Um uh hot hot lips pizza. Hot lips. Hot I have, oh yeah, no. Somebody else told me about this. I we haven't tried it yet though. Hot Lips Pizza is really good. If you guys like Thai food, no, we'll do. Absolutely. This town has such good Thai food. Okay, great Korean barbecue. Mm-hmm. Um, great Indian food here. Awesome. Um, Le- Lebanese. I mean, Mediterranean. All uh-huh. all types. Um, yeah, we've been just going to like uh, you know taco truck areas. Oh, and food just carts. Trying out different. Oh stuff. yeah, yeah. Dude, the food uh-huh. carts here are great. Yeah. Um. Great euros. Mm-hmm. Okay. At, at, there's you can't you almost can't find a bad euro at the at the food <laughs> awesome. carts downtown. Um, have you been to the Saturday market yet? No. Where's that? So, uh, right downtown. If mm-hmm. you go, if you go across, it's uh, right on the waterfront. Mm-hmm. So you you go off Park Second, Third Avenue, somewhere yep. right around in there. Um, and it's this giant, uh. Saturday market, man. Yeah. All local owned stuff, selling cool. lots of artwork, lots of I mean, all types of shit. Um it's just good, every good Saturday. Good food every Saturday. Okay. Yeah, lots of good stuff. Um and then the whole one whole part of like old district shuts down and it's all foot traffic and they oh, set up cool. tents and there's it's it's a cool it's a cool experience. Yeah. So you know, we, we like going there even though we've been there a hundred times. We still like going down there and just yeah. walking around and you know, you start to recognize all the tents and because the same people are coming selling uh-huh. all their stuff. And, um, but it's just a great part of like experience. Yeah. Of, no, I got to here. Definitely got to go check it out. I, I, I definitely don't see myself getting bored of this city. No, like, dude. There's we so just much. keep finding so I heard much you guys went to ground. I heard you went to ground control. We went to ground control. Fuck Fucking yeah. That was fun. Love it. Uh, and we're definitely going back because we actually didn't end up playing any games. We just ended up drinking the whole time. Oh, it's great. Um, but then yeah, I usually have movies playing in there too. They have oh, a, did they? On yeah. the big, on that big oh, wall, when yeah. you walk in, there's a projector. It was behind me. That's oh, yeah. why I didn't notice yeah. it. <laughs> um, uh, we also went to uh, fucking Hollywood Theater and oh, saw yeah. Eraserhead the other day, and and had a slice at the place next door. I don't remember what it's called, but anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Hollywood Theater is great. Yes, they cool. put on they put on great drag shows there too. Oh, awesome! Yeah, great drag shows there. Yeah, that's a that was a really cool theater. We're definitely going to go back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Cool man, yeah. There's 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 so much to do. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm very glad to be here. Well, welcome, welcome to the city. Thanks, man. Uh, don't let those commies turn you. I've you already know, turned. <laughs> yeah, no, no shit, no shit. I, uh, I, 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 going back to dead and lovely. I uh-huh. um I I I love. Uh, it warms my heart that you guys uh are open voices in in yeah. in Knoxville, right? And and and, and um. It's it's just good, man. Yeah, and, and I, I commend you guys for it. You know, it's yeah. Benning Benning catered very like involved with uh, everything downtown Knoxville and and, and whatnot. There, you know, I, I'm glad that there are great people. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the thing is, Tennessee is is like just these four dots of like uh, left leaning areas. Purple-ish. Yeah, yeah, and then. The rest is all red. Yeah. Right. Right. No, yeah, I know. It's um it's not it's not it doesn't look good over there. No, no, and, and yeah, the the politics are, are such that like I, I mean even even if you know in Knoxville they, they have a Knox County mayor, which is Kane, uh, yeah. Clinton Jacobs, yeah, the wrestler. Um 
they have a county mayor, which kind of just negates anything the city wants to do. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, they've, they've had it, they have it set up perfectly so that they will always be in charge. And yeah. it sucks. But whatever. I but mean, that's why we have voices. That's yeah, why we exactly. speak out against it. That's why we, uh, you know, don't, don't let people not know that we're not paying a fucking exactly. attention. To, yeah. You know, yeah. and, um, yeah, there's, you know, there's lots of stuff you can do, even just signing up, like uh, Freedom from Religion Foundation. Sure, they're they're they they're, they have they have people working uh, as litigators and stuff mm-hmm. on uh, you know in the Senate and and, yeah. and you know at the steps of where these stuff is happening, mm-hmm. and, and they're the ones putting their voices out with all of us backing. And I mean, you know, it's that's awesome. So yeah, yeah there's good stuff out there, everybody. Yeah, all of you listening. <laughs> don't let it go. Don't don't be silent. Yeah, because the big thing. I mean, <laughs> you can't sit there and not say anything, no. and then not and then say, "Oh, I'm not condoning this." Right. Yeah. You it's, can't be silent and then also expect to be good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you you accept your role when you say nothing. Exactly. You, you're on their side. Yeah. Yep. Even if you don't want to admit it to yourself. Right. Exactly. And you know, it's it's the loud ones who admit it. But yeah. The, yeah anyways cool man thank you so much for being on i won't take Thanks up any more time this was, this was great. great oh i forgot i almost forgot. oh no at the end of every episode everybody you know what time it is where's my f- uh-oh aaron's poetry corner we are back again at a wonderful time of Aaron's Poetry Corner. This is the time at the end of every episode where I, in my best Bob Ross, bring some... Oh, my phone's about to die. It's literally at 1%. I'm so glad I saw that because my phone would have died in the middle of me reading that. But we don't want any of that. Oh, it's been a happy little mistake. That's right, everybody. As you go through life, there are happy little mistakes. And you just go with it and you keep going in the flow because we love everybody. This poem I'm going to read today is called Betrayed. I wrote this today. I've traveled long under this moon, so long, in fact, it's tough to distinguish between midnight and noon. And although it seems I've had my fill, my mind will journey always further still. I loathe every bit, or that which my eyes desire, my stomach awaiting every order, tortured under constant fire. My eyes and their greedy little weasel the tongue, deceived the stomach, made the game no more fun. For it wasn't the stomach's fault it got so big. The devil's deal, the eyes and tongue adjourn. For they both got their fill, leaving the stomach to explode and burn. That was called Betrayed. Thanks, man. Thanks for being here. No problem. Did you like that? Yeah. I wrote that today. Cool, man. I like nonsensical poetry. Yeah. That's mostly what I, I, when I'm writing poetry, I really try to do nonsensical stuff. Yeah. Uh, be as abstract as possible and confined in some rules of uh-huh. literature. Like I, I'm going to read it again because I'm going to do it. But I, I read this last episode. I wrote uh, a haiku. Okay. About farts. <laughs> this is really funny because Emily very recently just decided one time when she was drunk she was going to start writing haikus and she just started writing all these hilarious haikus. So I'm 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 primed for this. Silent but deadly. A mischievous chuckle heard. Gas releases p- peace. <laughs> Gas releases peace. Awesome. That was my haiku that's about a farts. Good, that's a good fart haiku. <laughs> Thanks, Chad. The best one I've heard all day. <laughs> well, at least I win that award. 
Let's get an applause for myself. As yeah. for all of you out there, uh, like I say every time, uh, well, I guess I just said it again. <laughs> be loud. Say something. Stand up for the people who don't have a voice or have the power to stand up for themselves. And as always, drive like you know each other. Mm.